Bam, we're live. The, the, um, the schedule, Caleb, is so uh, precise to the minute for me. Meaning, and I, and I didn't even realize, so just to give an example, I last night I ate later than I normally eat because I had that show and I mm -hmm. drank coffee later than I normally eat. So then I drank coffee later than I normally drink coffee and I ate later than I normally eat. So I got less sleep. So then I'm more uptight when I wake up so that then my deuce didn't come out this morning the way it should have. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I feel like I just did a geometry proof in front of the whole class. That was fucking crazy. Stretch my... Oh, shake it out, shake it out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get my peptides um, last night. I didn't even do my peptides. I missed my pet. Do you think that's a big deal that I missed today? No, probably not. How many, how often? You've done it three times now? No, prob I've done it uh, probably uh, I want less than 10 or, or maybe 10. No, nah, you're probably okay. Excuse me. What, what? It didn't just fall out? No. I mean, I sat on the toilet and did my breathing exercises and something came out, but it wasn't like, I know that it's like, probably like in 30 minutes, it's going to be like, okay, I'm ready. Because everything in my life at this time, at this time of the day is like time so freaking tight. Do you wake up having to poop? Yeah, kind of. Wow. Not, not, not like, not, not, I, not full pressure. I, I usually don't poop until I'm prairie dogging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I sometimes like, I, like I make it like earn its way. You know, it's a good one. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to like, but, but sometimes I'd say 20% of the time is because of the show. If I, if it's like the show starts at seven and I shower at six 30 and I get up at six. So if it's like six 25, I haven't pooped and I know I'm about to shower in five minutes, I'll go sit on the toilet and I'll just start doing stomach breathing and, mm -hmm. and, the, and then it just activates it. Work its way out. Yeah. Just to chill. Um, Wad zombie. I saw fluffy duck was titled the best meme account. Oh, that's bullshit. That Caleb's fault. <laughs> fully caleb's fault fully yeah fuck that we'll fix that sorry sorry we'll call it josh's meme account some guy named josh god's on me that is i agree I that's uh it's weird Shows a it shows a lack of of, of new of, of understanding the nuances of the social hierarchy Clearly, Caleb's uh, not spent enough time in the military. He needs another four years. Look, Caleb just lowered his seat. He's feeling bad. Took himself down a notch. <laughs> oh, Matt O'Keefe yeah. coming on the show, uh, CEO of uh, Harvard Pays Off, uh, formerly known as the big boss at uh, Wadapalooza. Loud and live. Um, been on the show a shitload of times. Been a while, though, right? Yeah, it has been a while. I'm excited to have him on. Um, I got lots of topics. Last night's show was crazy. Listen, there was a clip last night, and last this guy basically 
it, it, it's arguable that th- this guy coached uh, Chuck Liddell, who was on the show last night, John Hackleman, who's arguably the um, the uh, the best fighter ever in the UFC. And I, I know it's it's a whole different era now, but you know someone can make that argument. And um, he told the story of how he met Chuck. He had to fight Chuck. That's how he met Chuck Liddell. He had to fight Chuck Liddell. That's, that was fucking great. I never heard that story. I feel like nowadays that would never happen. Yeah, do you think people go around to dojos and do that Cobra Kai shit where you just go into dojos and just like, hey, do you want to fight? Like, Do you think yeah. anyone ever goes up to the Vermont headquarters and is like, I want to work out against Matt? I'm sure people do that, but they'd probably say no. No, you cannot. Here, here's Jason Hopper. Work yeah, out against him. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. The studio is going to smell horrible today. I see what's happening. (laughs) Listen, if anyone can hear a fart during the uh, show, I will give you $1 million. Just turn up your volume and listen closely. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. It's going to be one of those shows. Have you ever had this is just completely off the the reservation. Have you ever um, had to poop? And you farted so many times that you went away and you thought, wow, did my body just turn that into gas? Yeah. So I'm like, I, don't I know that sounds completely preposterous, but I feel like that's happened. Not a lot. You just made way to not have to do it anymore. It's like if you feel like you have to throw up and you burp and then it just goes away. Like, wow. Kind of, kind of, but that I'm acutely aware that it took the pressure off. But this is like, I actually think like, like, you know how like you have an ice cube and you melt it and ice cube has gone and it turns to water. Like sometimes I've had this feeling that like my body took a whole solid poop and is like, well, since you're not going to poop that out, I'm just going to turn that into a gas. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's a relief. Look at, we're having this incredible conversation about alchemy and someone has to bring up colon cancer. Jesus Christ, no, alchemy, alchemy. Yeah, I know, Heidi, that's not how poop works. I'm telling you that that's why it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. You probably think the earth is round, too. Lobist. I, um, so ask O'Keefe about proven partnering with the game. I kind of not weighing in on that because I don't even, the, the press release is so weird or, or, However, it's like come across my plate. I don't want to say it was a press release, but Mayhem's done stuff with the games, right? Where it's like Masters event at May is sponsored by Mayhem, or like I've, I know I've seen Mayhem banners around semifinals or regionals or at the games. Like, yeah, it was just weird the way they did it. I, I don't know what's going on, but I don't have an opinion on it at this point because I don't even I don't fully get it. I just think of it in my brain and just has a, have it as a placeholder that Proven has given money to CrossFit for some posters up. Kind of how I see it too, I suppose. Yeah, and then we'll see we'll see what happens um, from there. Like they said that they're going to be doing seminars there or something. Like that there's there's no way CrossFit is allowing someone to do a seminar at the games that then they also sell off-site after the games that that would be fucking nuts there'd be no way Dave or Nicole would allow that that makes sense 
right? I mean, you're not going to let, yeah. I mean, like you're the premier, premier seminar company in the world, fitness seminar company in the world. You're, I just, I just, I just, no, <clears throat> I'm not going to ask O'Keefe about out foundation. Not, that's not going to be this. Um, I think mean, fair enough though. Um, that's not going to be this podcast. I want to keep a, 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 I've, I've spoke to him about it out outside of this podcast. It's going to have to be a more reputable organization that does true journalism. So if you came here for that, I'm sorry. But I'll ask him about Mal. How, how's, how's Mal doing? Sevi, so go try and poop before Matt, Matt comes on. My grandfather said, don't keep it in. No, it's not like that. I'm not like keeping it in. I'm not like pinching a loaf right now. Is that what it's called when you keep it in? Pinching a loaf? No, pinching a loaf is when you let it go out. Yes, pinch a loaf is when you actually defecate. I'm not suppressing anyone. That's not what I do. Okay. Fine. I think uh, I think I told Matt O'Keefe to come on at 7.30. Okay, let him sleep in a little bit. Yeah, but although he's on the East Coast. Uh, Bernie Gannon, uh, I thought Sevon already discussed Out Foundation with all the bathroom talk this morning. <laughs> Very clever. Good one. Did I? Oh, I didn't send you the O'Keefe notes. Oh, do you know what video um, I want to pull up, um, uh, Caleb? Not right now, but there's a video um, that he did that he does with uh, Sammy. It's on the HWPO YouTube page, and O'Keefe does it with Sammy and uh, Mr. Matt Fraser. Five, yep. times, five times for this man and uh they're kind of going over the last year of their lives and there's a there's a, a something i wanted to play at twenty nine twenty seven, which i thought was pretty cool All did right. you have did you know that i made new um live call-in show notes that i got rid of the old ones i noticed that the last time there was a live call-in show and it's already right. to it's already to like 89 oh my god well, you, do you remember the number you were at last time? Were you at like I think you were in the nine hundreds, weren't you? Yeah, it was, it was something crazy. It was too many. I, it was hard for me to part with that that list. Really? Yeah. Attached to it. Yeah, attached. As the, as the Buddhists say. Look at this. I'm I'm having trouble believing this story. This is uh, some pictures that were just released. It's like all of a sudden everyone just hates Hunter and Joe Biden. Have you noticed that? It's like full warfare on Joe Biden now. Yes, it is. What's going on? It was like for the last. So anyway, th these are some pictures that were released. This is the president of the United States son. We've never had a politician in the history of the United States that I know of that's gone harder, by the way, against people who uh, brandish guns and people who smoke crack. He's put, I mean, he is like so anti-gun and so anti-crack. And last week his, his son, um, you know, broke the law by uh, having a gun illegally. And then we've seen endless pictures of his son smoking crack. But look at this. This is a picture of Hunter Biden that they found. He, do you think he, he was doing 172 miles per hour? Are you buying that? Could that be kilometers per hour? No. You that's think that's miles per hour? Yeah, he's got American license plates on, so I imagine it's American spec Porsche. Yeah, that's definitely miles per hour. 
He was en route to a days-long Vegas bender with prostitutes. <laughs> and pictured prostitutes. Multiple. Who's got money for that? And uh, and then and it shows a picture of him holding a crack pipe as he's as he's driving through a neighborhood. That's a different car, though. It oh oh yeah, because it's got the beveled hood. It's like some sort of American like car. I wonder if that's a, it's a truck or something. Uh oh, do are we having fighting on our thread over here? Probably. Oh. Jesus Christ. Ooh. Oh, shit, we are having fighting. There is fighting going on. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to go and read that. I don't want to start reading that now. I want to just save that and enjoy that for later. That's awesome. Uh, I can't wait to read through that. I know. Wow. Holy shit, that's crazy. You saw that right away, too, the fighting? Yeah. It's crazy. Bunch of dorks, games dorks, fighting. My pencil is sharper than yours. I have a calculator that can do up to do ma mathematics into the billions. Tell us. I'm on this. I'm just on a games thread with a, with a bunch of games dorks on it. It's cool people. Every, I like everyone. There's some quirky and every, there's a lot of quirky people on there. Like there's probably only one or two like normal guys on there. I'm definitely not one of the normal guys. Can you <laughs> think of anyone normal who's on there? I can think of one or two. Yeah. Just like he wakes up in the morning, he fucking puts on a robe, he gets the newspaper, he takes a shit, just like kisses his wife, just normal. Yeah. And, and then the rest is just weirdos. Oh, here, Susa chimed in and said something. Nerd fight, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's all like buff nerds. That's, <laughs> That's which is kind of funny. Caleb is not normal. Caleb is definitely not normal. Uh, you, would, you wouldn't know yet. No, I'll tell you, it's not John and Brian fighting. Absolutely not. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Okay, so back to this guy. This, this is the president's son. So he's doing a hundred. This is kind. He's kind of like competing with George Floyd. Smoking crack, driving through a neighborhood. I wonder if he had counterfeit bills in the car. It's truly weird. Dailymail.com uh, reveals Hunter Biden's reckless driving history through photos he took from himself uploaded to his abandoned laptop. Hunter took a photo from behind the wheel of his Porsche going 172 miles an hour while on his way to a Las Vegas party with prostitutes. He crashed a rental car in Palm Springs and lied about the accident to his insurer in 2016 while on a 12-day bender. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't hold that against him. Texts on, also on the computer uh, show him coordinating with multiple prostitutes, inviting them to soak in his hotel hot tub. You, you don't do you invite someone you pay for? Like, would you ever say I invited the plumber to come over to my house and work? Uh, no, no. Like I'm like I am inviting Matt O'Keefe on here, which implies that he's coming willingly, and I'm not paying him. Right. Yes, that's an invite. There, there's like something implicit about the the word invite that connotes that there's not money being exchanged. So you don't really invite hookers, sorry, prostitutes. I didn't mean to be derogatory. Uh, you, you don't invite uh, hookers to prostitutes to your hotel hot tub. Not normally, no. That's the difference between um, professional journalism and just like this bullshit we do. We professional journalism doesn't care about words, but uh, 
shitty journalism from a corner in your office with uh, repurposed equipment uh, does care about words. He says to the hookers, prostitutes, working ladies, I don't have a bathing suit and I really wanted to wear a cute bathing suit. Oh, no. One of the women. Oh, one of the women said that to him. Oh, but she came over anyway. She says, but I don't have any money to buy one, so I'm just going to be naked, right? Darn. Can you see his butt? Oh, no, he covered his butt. Dang. Can you imagine sending that picture? That's the that's the one you sent. Jeez Louise. So I can't tell if that's that could say KPH, 172 KPH instead of miles per hour. What is 172 kilometers per hour? Um, I think it's a like 90 something. Comfort pressure reduce speed. Oh, still 106 miles an hour. And there's the crack pipe. The president's son photographed himself smoking crack while driving. So hey, th- so so he, he's speeding. He's using that's. I think that's illegal to take pictures on your phone while you're driving. Depends on what state. Sometimes they don't have like a hands-free law. Man. Oh, and then there he is with the. He got pictures with the fucking hookers. Yeah, she didn't get a cute swimsuit, so she had to be naked. God, that's some ghetto-ass shit. Oh, this is a video. Why would you? Wow. So we shot video of him. Wow, this is crazy. All right, welcome to the United States of America. Dude, can you imagine if that was Trump's kids? It'd be a field day. Is this, what you, is this what you mean, Audrey? Hands free in Tennessee, meaning if you could tell if you could tell if you could tell your phone to take the picture. Hey, Siri, I better not say it. She'll what if she actually takes a picture? I don't take nudes of myself. Uh, call her hi. If the phone works, that'll be a miracle. No, sorry. Hold on. Hold on, caller. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, caller. Hold. Oh, maybe they hung up. I forgot I have to do this every show. No fucking way. Someone tried to FaceTime me. We're definitely not doing that. Caller, hold on. Be cool. Everyone be cool. Bluetooth, Roadcaster Pro 2. Connected. Caller, hi. Caller? Oh, that's your fault then. The phone's working. Caller? I hung up on the caller. Try back. And then, uh, you, you, did you see the day after he was, um, is the word indicted? They showed him partying at the White House the day after he got in trouble. He had to, for his tax evasion and the illegal gun shit. He was? Yeah. Come on. Partying at the White House. Have you ever uh, flatulated on a chair so many times that you ruin the chair? So, like for months, every time you sit on it, uh, the odor an odor comes out. Yeah, you have done that. 
Yeah. I did that to him in my, in my motor home. Uh, oh, I thought I thought that was just me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're like a real call-in show now. Here we go. Caller, hi. Hello? Did you hear it ringing? I heard it ringing. I heard it ringing, too. Hello? I hung up on you. Sorry, caller. I tried. Let me show you this. Sorry, Caleb. I didn't send you any of the notes. So you just kind of just, just rolled right. it. Yeah, you just fucked right now. Here we go. Is it stuttering at all? How's it going? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, this is the this Instagram account is called Police Fitness Nutrition, uh, and it's a uh, traffic cop uh, doing um, traffic cop shit. And, and watch this. This is kind of crazy. Here we go. That that person didn't stop, so he just pushed him off the bike. Do you see that? <laughs> hey, here's hey. the thing about bikes. They're supposed to obey the law as if they are vehicles. I agree, yes. None of them do. Yes, yes. Just because you're on a bike doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. Yes. Now watch this. By the way, this is... Uh... <laughs> Look at I think that's a girl he pushed off the bike, by the way. Because you can hear her talk. And look at this fucking motorcade come through. What I really like is this is my favorite part. It's coming up right here. Watch how close this motorcycle was. That's cool, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that bike is a jackass for not backing up at that point. Yeah, absolutely. There's I mean, a now you're just a jackass. Right. That's yeah. like when I tell my kids they're standing on a street corner and I go back up and they take one step back. I get so fucking angry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. One step. You do that when you're an adult. But when you're a kid, no shot. You know, when the cops are coming with the... Mo I mean, dude, it's not like it's just a, a motorcade. It's like, that's like presidential shit, right? Look how many cars it is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, seriously. it's fucking 50 cars. Like, all of those cars are in the cave. It's nuts. That, that bike rider is lucky they didn't get hurt when they got pushed off the uh, their bicycle. Matt O'Keefe, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Good. Can you remember the last bike accident you've been in? Bicycle? <laughs> Yesterday, no. Um, Last time you no. crashed on a bike? Oh, yeah. I mean, as a kid, for sure. But, I, I mean, do you remember some... the last one? Like, have you crashed in the last year? I'm trying to think if I... I don't really ride anything more than an Echo bike these days or a C2 bike, so... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've gotten hurt doing that as well, but not crashed. Um, when you say hurt, you mean, like, like, you weren't paying attention and the pedals keep going and, like, they go into your shin or... No, usually my, my, my injuries from those bikes are I take it too far. I, 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 you know, like you. Yeah, I yeah, you. yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Dude, How you been? Uh, I'm great. I'm right. fantastic. Um, those assault bikes are actually scary to see little kids on 
and I and I have two six-year-olds and eight-year-old, and when they get on them, because you know, I don't know what the word's pneumatic or what it is, but once they start going, nothing can stop them. Do you know what I mean? So if their ankle gets right. caught between the crankshaft and the bike or something happens like that, it's like it's yeah, like you've been on one. I don't know how the echo bike works, but the assault bike, if you try to pedal backwards on it while you're pedaling forward, you're, you're you you will throw five hundred pound man off of it. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. It's like, I, I like feel, it has to I go feel, in that way until it's, I feel until it very doesn't fortunate. Wander. Like you have young kids. I mean, you, your kids have grown up in the gym. So mine, you know, mine are uh, you know seventeen and <laughs> fourteen now. Um, but they grew. I mean, there's many times I've worked out in my garage. And, I feel fortunate. I mean, you can get you can get pretty messed up by one of those as a youngin. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Logan Mars, ask O'Keefe what's going on at Project Veritas. Are, are do you follow Project Veritas? I do not. What is it? Oh, okay. Uh, there's a guy. It's, it's a really <laughs> uh, uh, a weird question, but but I'll ask anything for money. Um. There's a guy James O'Keefe who started a company called Project Veritas, okay. and he exposed he basically what kind of what his shtick was is he had women wear cameras into really high profile people so that he would find oh, really? them on dating sites yeah so he would he would find someone let's say on twitter or and, and be and then um he, he would send a girl in to interview him you know at a coffee shop and they would start talking and he'd be like yeah we ban all of these people without doing any background and they just start spilling the beans right so we had someone a couple months ago, wear a wire in to, with the tops, the, one of the top chief scientists at Pfizer. And he starts talking uh, about basically how they were faking the, the tests around the injection. And then fucking four days later, O'Keefe lost his company. <laughs> the guy's, oh, I get why he's saying that because the guy's name is James O'Keefe. Yeah, let's, let's note that is not a relative of mine. So. Okay, I finally, I'm a little <laughs> slow. And you know what's funny is James O'Keefe's really buff too. Like he, like he clearly works out. Like I think that he's posted videos with a 500 pound deadlift. Okay, I finally got. The have joke. you have you seen have you seen Jeez. the new? Um, I get it. Okay, did you okay. see the movie that Borat put out? Is it Borat? Uh, yeah, it's what, that what, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind. Of, he does that kind with, of stuff. Kind of with um, what was the mayor of um, Rudy Giuliani? And they just like, do you, have you guys seen it? I've seen it, it's it's old, right? No. So this guy made the movie. He got bored in COVID. He's like, I'm gonna make a movie, and he produced a movie and put it out. And um, one of the clips is like they basically get Giuliani to do an interview with this woman who's like going around doing interviews, and he like lures the uh, the reporter into the bedroom, and like it is gets pretty graphic, and it's like, oh my dear lord, oh shit, he had no idea, had no idea. yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh shit! So she kind of starts coming on to him in a crazy way. I mean, it's really all him. It was kind of wild. Oh, he starts coming on to her. And before, yeah, and like they, yeah, I'm I'm assuming there are a lot of lawsuits on this. Um, Him suing her like for entrapment or her suing him for like, hey, you shouldn't have fondled my titties like that. Uh, I mean, like she was like there to provoke this for sure. You never blame the woman, O'Keefe. That's that's not going to work. If you see the movie, you'll get where I'm at. Okay. I can't wait to see this. This is awesome. (laughs) It says uh it says October 24, 2020. Wow. How many views did that have, Caleb? Um, isn't it isn't it interesting? I was just watching your video this morning about um with uh Sammy and Matt. 188. And 
188 million? Thousand. Oh, that's not enough. Um, I was watching a video yesterday. I was kind of like focused. I was uh, running through my head like, what keeps people really going is purpose. Like once you have purpose, like so if people forget their purpose, if you reintroduce them to their purpose or if they re reintroduce themselves to their purpose, they can get fired up and get going again, right? So let's say you, you own a CrossFit gym and um, and uh, you're five years in and you're fucking exhausted and then something – you see some video that reminds you or some client comes in and is like, hey, dude, I got off my type 2, medic type two diabetes medication. You're like, oh, shit. I Like – Yeah. I can go another five years with that, right? Um, will you play? Will you play that um, clip uh, that I queued up? It's at twenty nine, um, twenty seven. I was just really, um, maybe it's just you see what you want to see. But I was really happy to see this this uh, part. This is really this is really cool uh, spot. This video is on the HWPO uh, training um, YouTube page, and it's um, could actually I could actually listen to this for hours. It was Matt and Sammy and O'Keefe reminiscing the last year. It was actually a good idea what Matt said there at the end to just reminisce your entire relationship like year by year. But this is at the end of the video and, and uh, Matt Matt says something here about having purpose. At least that's how it hit me. Most people, like, Matt, Matt um, okay, actually. Because, I mean, what are we trying to do here? We're trying to, you know, and Matt said it best. Um, I'll always go back to this from our beginning when somebody asked him early on, like, what are you trying to accomplish with HWPO? And he said, I, I want to, I want to help people and um, we can help more people now because of this, mm -hmm. you know, um, not only our team, but you know, more people around the world because we can move faster. We can put more things out that meet more people where they're at. Um, it's going to be a really fun, fun, you know, next couple of days, next couple of years, whatever it is, we got a lot we can do with this is this let's compare this to uh loud and live um uh -huh. and this is not a dig at loud and live at all but that is like putting on events right yeah i mean at its core for sure yeah event driven experience experiential business yeah so running events for brands running events for themselves 100 percent. and now and now how would you describe what you do over there as the ceo at hwpo or, or yeah. the mission of that company versus the mission of uh, Wadapalooza. This isn't a dig at Wadapalooza, by the way. Wadapalooza is fucking amazing. What a place, great place for people to go and connect and, and have a cool. good time. Yeah, I mean, it's still, even getting to go back this year was amazing. Just this, like that event, really cool. Um, and it's, you know, it's great what it provides the, the community that, you know, sort of thrives around it. I, I love that event. Um, my, I mean, HWPO, I mean, that, what you just heard is it, you know, and I think that, you know, Matt, I, I can't remember exactly where that was, but Matt said that early on, well, we decided to do this, we're building our own app, we were doing some you know, media around it, you know, somebody asked him directly, like, what are you doing? Like, what's the deal with this thing? Like, you know, is it a money grab? Like, what, you know, valid questions, like, you know, and yeah, I've been around Matt longer than anyone. And I've seen him do this throughout his career and this have purpose for him. He's like, I just want to help people. Like Matt always digs in with the one more in need in the gym. Like the athlete that we coach, he works, you know, hardest with those that need the most help. And, uh, you know, that, that, um, that's where we're at. You know? We've spent a lot of time on that here building our team, you know, building tech so people could consume what we're doing more. And, you know, I, uh, everybody in, inside our walls is aligned with that. It's, it's just truly like, it's, 
I mean, you get now a year, two years in stories of actually helping people. And it's what you just said, you know, we're, you know, getting notes and, you know, feedback. I lost 60 pounds on your new HWPO golf program. It's like, wow, we just lost that six months ago, launched that six months ago. You know, um, you know, yeah, I can. That's real. Someone lost 60 pounds on the golf program already. Yeah, we were in Houston. Um, I'm sorry, Dallas, Fort Worth for the tournament with Scott Stallings. And we did a workout hosted, you know, members and or anybody else interested. And this guy came in from Houston and he was like, hey, I've been doing a program from January. That was in like May. And he said, um, I'm down 62 and something pounds. And I was like, what? Really? Like, that's fast. You know that, right? And it, it, he's like, man, it's just, you know. Anyway, that that, you know, is so cool and what what you said about you know somebody coming in and saying hey you know i'm not type 2 diabetic anymore um that's enough fuel for five years i mean anytime i'm tired or mad is or you know which is my role with him we are busy we just talk about stuff like that we go to our community page and circle and Man, it's so cool. So helping people. Okay, I mean, O'Keefe, I, something's wrong with your audio. Matt, sorry. To something's wrong with your audio. I'm outside. I'm sure it's the wind. Do you want me to go inside? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Is, is that is it doing it right now? Yeah. It, it, it just comes. It just comes. The volume's just all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to go inside. I'm, but I can't out. tell that it's windy. Your hair's not blowing around. Yeah, that's because I have zero. Oh. <laughs> Which you know. Where, where are you? What state are you um, in? I'm in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Is that home for? That's not home uh, for you, is it? No, 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 no. We're um, we were doing some college visits in South Carolina with my daughter, and we're taking a week um, on a beach just outside of Charleston uh, with my family. My father's here, my sister's here, uh, all our families. So we we try to do this every year on the fourth. The last time I spoke to you, you were at a you were in Maine at a family getaway. Really? I think oh, so. Oh yeah, yeah, I was probably skiing. Yeah, was, we ski in the winter um, in Maine. I, I um I remember exactly where I was. I was I was in San Luis Obispo, in front of a uh, hot dog stand, and there was a a guy playing a violin, and then there was a homeless guy, and they were all like lined up against uh, a building together. And I remember Greg Glassman saying, your only value, I'm probably going to screw it up. Your only value as a human being is what your contribution is to other human beings. He said, at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's what, that's all that you are, what your contribution is to other human beings. That video has a couple poignant moments like that, where Matt says like so many people have done so much good stuff for him in his life, specifically around this chapter of his life with the launch of the uh, headquarters in Vermont that he's, he's look, he's looking forward to paying it forward. He, he does with what we do too. I don't think a lot of people realize that is, you know, Matt, I mean, he's very entrepreneurial. He wants to explore business and, and continue to grow, but uh, you know, he didn't necessarily need to do this. You know, he had done really well. So, you know, sometimes I felt like that was, you know, for me, um, but it isn't, I mean, he, he really is enjoying this part of it. What I've really watched over the last six months too, is now we have our building and, you know, he's able to, you know, be more of a coach in person with people. There's more stability around our coaching system. 
man, he's good at it and he's thriving and enjoying it. Um, it, it's been fun again, helping people. He just, he's having a blast with it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's really, really been fun to watch. Um, particularly that, but just kind of what's transpired around this. I don't think March of 21 when we were, sorry, 22, when we were launching the app, we'd ever thought uh, we'd be where we're at today in you know, headquarters, 15 full-time employees. Wow. You know, wow. You know, people all over the world, you know, inspired really by, you know, what our ethos is because um, there's just so many different ways to train. We're having fun, honestly. Just it's been a blast. It, you know, we're we're looking at more ways to be, you know, more. I mean, we we, we in CrossFit we call it scalable, um, but it's you know meeting more people where they're at. I mean, it sounds so like that sounds so salesy, but it's true. Like we're we're really just trying to build more things so that if somebody's on the road, they can go on our app and just find a little plot of land and do our sweat program. You know, convert it to body weight. And, I mean, you know, and Matt's, Matt's inspired all that. He just like, you know, he really is charged up by all of the stories. You know, he's like, let's charge, let's spend more time, money, hire more people so that we can continue to do this because it fires me up every day. Do, do you guys have a, a, a North star? I had um, Ben Bergeron on here the other day. Kudos to him for coming on here and just fucking, it was an awesome podcast. He was he was f- truly incredible, and basically, he told of his journey in the. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember the exact time frame, but basically, he he wanted to go a certain way with comp train, and he kind of lost his way for a split second, and had to, and had to um, b- bring it back. Um, do you guys have a? Um, and, and you know, the big story, the big story, I guess, uh, example of that is uh, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple the second time. And he reduced the skews from whatever it was, 242 back down to seven. Like, whoa, 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 guys, back back over here. Not, you know, do you guys have a, at, with this growth, is it hard um, to use Greg's word not to stop and pick up the shiny objects? Like, do you have a, like if someone's like, oh my God, I have this incredible idea for a fucking spoon that serves the podium drink absolutely perfect. And you're like, yo, 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 we're not in this fucking spoon business. But it's so tempting because it's like, the coolest spoon ever for you know what i mean self-washing blah 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 whatever it yeah i mean it isn't hard because i mean through my experience and matt like we're so aligned on you know what we do has to line up with our brand our culture um you know our ethos you know our, our core values are show up work hard make yourself proud um you know we tie everything back to that and and you know people have to align with that. Anything we've done, like Scott Stallings is a perfect example. People saw golf and they're like, what are you doing? Well, we're, you know, putting something out that we're incredibly proud of with somebody we're proud of that is at its core aligned with everything we are and who we are and what we do. Easy, you know, super easy and whatever. Like we, so Scott Stalling is the epitome of that. I, 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 if, the, if he didn't exist, there wouldn't be HWPO golf. Zero, no chance. There is, and I've spent enough time out on tour. You know, I've, I helped Noble with their relationship with the PGA Tour to understand fitness and golf and training. And it's, it's a, there's a lot of work to be done there. Who knows, you know, from a business perspective, you know, how long it takes to actually, you know, win. It's, a, it's a, what we've learned with that is, you know, people 
in our space, CrossFit, you know, training is the sport. Now we're once removed, right? So people need to hit golf balls. They need to learn how to chip and putt better. So training takes on a different role and it's a harder sell, especially to that crowd. You know, you get a lot of people that are super successful, type A, you know, running around with business, play golf on the weekends, weekend warriors, party, don't necessarily take care of themselves. It's, it's coming, you know, the golfer looks different today, but yeah, I mean that, Anything we do goes back to that. Scott's a perfect example of it, honestly. And, and um, yeah, we've had, like, it is interesting. We've been inundated with that, what you just described, the spoon, you know. Um, and in the beginning, yeah, you're. Thank you're you for growing. going back to that and get validating my question. I appreciated that. I, I, I really did, by the way. I'm I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta remember. I gotta Thank remember you. where Thank I'm you. Right. I, I like that. That was good. It was good. It was like, fuck, was that a horrible metaphor? And like, I, that he couldn't relate no, to it. it was, no, no, it, you got it. Okay. I got, I, I get, I, but yeah, I mean, we get, and I'm sure others do in the space. I mean, we're, we're, um, you know, yeah, we get a lot of reach out and opportunity. Um, and it's really humbling. It's awesome. But we have to, like, we're pumped. We, we've, uh, we've pumped the brakes a little bit on, new sports, um, new products, you know, we have so much work to do on the stuff we already have. So it's, um, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to, you know, really right now. So our big themes for this year, we're like meet, meet people where they're at, um, you know, and get, you know, and gather our, our community more, do more things for people that trust us and train with us, uh, provide more value. I, I want, Matt wants, we tell, our, you know, our staff all the time, uh, I want people to, subscribe to our platform and feel like they're, they're robbing us. Um, and, and that's, you know, we try to work on that daily. You know, how can we do more with what we have to provide better value? And so we're working on showing up, like we're going to be a games partner, for instance. Um, you know, we have here, there's your announcement. We haven't announced that yet. Uh, Samuel. Scott, what does that mean around. to be a games partner? What does that mean to be a games partner? It, you know, we're a, uh, and then we're not exclusive. There'll be other programming partners, um, but, you know, we're a programming platform partner. We'll have, you know, we'll run workouts on site. Um, you know, we'll have signage. We're going to have a big activation booth, you know, where people can come and interact with our staff. We'll have some merchandise. We're actually going to do a really unique activation. We're going to tattoo people. Uh, so we have this insane amount we have an insane amount of people that come to events and show us hwbo tattoos so matt's brother is a tattoo artist jesse he, great story too lost a lot of weight uh, after going to the crossfit games and being inspired by how fit the crowd was in 2016 i remember story. seeing him coming down onto the field when matt won the games i was like yo yo we got us uh, some random punk rock guy running onto the court <laughs> security get him <laughs> Yeah, Jesse's no, awesome. Perfect. He and he's um, he's gonna come and tattoo people for a few days um, if they want an HWPO tattoo. Uh, it started to get out a little. We already have like a ton of reach outs, so it'll be completely full. Um, we're just trying to figure out how to go about it. But if you do do that, you're a lifetime member for free. Wow! Um, wow! Holy shit! We're gonna give people something for it. Wow! Um, I think Matt and I will probably. I don't know. He hasn't committed to it. I'll probably be first in the chair. You know, lead from the front. Where are you going to get says it? I on, have your, H- on your cheek right here? Everybody says I have, you know, HWPO tattooed on my ass. I might as well do it, right? Yeah. Is that where you're going to put it on your ass? No, I'll probably put oh. it somewhere like inside one of my arms. Or something okay. Like okay. Okay. Uh, um, 
Um, I, I want to make one unsolicited recommendation. Let's go. When you tell people that you're going to partner with the games, be super duper clear. So jackass pundits like me, I, although I haven't weighed in on the proven thing, the proven announcement I think went completely sideways because everyone there wasn't there wasn't enough detail like what you just said. Hey, we're going to do workouts like that's what's activation mean? We're going to have a booth and people can work out and you can come get a tattoo and you can meet Matt and we're going to have some signage up so when the events are going, right. people can see our signage and we're paying for some signage and that's what I mean by by be a partner. And we're hoping that they ask us to do more. We would love it if Matt could actually do something with Don Fault like. Yeah. Because I think what people do is I and I'm I, I haven't talked to a lot of people. I'm just projecting my own shit. But I think when people hear that Proven is a partner with CrossFit, they get like freaked out because they want CrossFit I, I to still it. be. I you know what I mean? That. It's like they want CrossFit to still be its own thing, and then they just they don't realize that it's um they start speculating, right? Like no one wants to hear as much as they love Tia and Shane. They don't want Tia and Shane taking over the seminars. And there was something there was something in their in their press release that says they're going to be doing seminars there, and it, it just got weird. It turned in, so I, I just whenever you announce we it, we are I just, not going to be doing seminars. We don't. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a great. <laughs> do do great, you know what I mean? Like I would just yeah, I would be point. clear so people don't run because people just um, yeah. love to just are going to go to the negative. We do a fear. lot of work at events. Um, I, I give CrossFit a lot of credit for this. Uh, you know, I think it's we last year we did a lot of stuff offsite. And HW think, uh, on one butt cheek, PO on the other. Great suggestion. Perfect. The in the you know the CrossFit even come and said, "Hey, we have an on-site affiliate. It'd be great to you know maybe run a class or two here." And I think that was sort of like sort of the start of it. And I give them a lot of credit because it is definitely something that I think a lot of people will look at, and once they see, I think we'll accept it and understand it. Um, we have a great understanding with them. Uh, worked a lot with Don in general since he started, uh, and it's. Uh, I'm excited to do more uh, and be a catalyst for how programming platforms can do more work with CrossFit and it not be something people get skittish around or, or wiggy about. But yeah, I mean, we do this at events. Like we, my favorite part of what we do at events is you know stuff you never really see which is work out with volunteers like that crew is insane and they need to have better experience we need to keep them coming back so you know we get up at 4 35 in the morning and at Wadapalooza and Madrid CrossFit Championship like all those events and go and work out with hundreds of volunteers and you know that's the type of stuff we're you know we'll try to do here as well as you know some spectator workouts you know and we have great staffers that you know have expert knowledge you know that will um, you know, put on stages to talk about what they do and how they do it. So, uh, uh, yeah, and what you said is most important. And, and we just talked to them to, like, launch our partnership, make sure we're not making any mistakes, going places we shouldn't. Said that, like, you know, if there's more we can do to make sure spectators, volunteers have a great experience, we are all in on that, you know, all in. So we're going to we're gonna see it. We're all going to try it. They are, too. It's not just us, you know, sending caution in the wind we're going to try a game partnership i give them the crossfit a lot of credit like you know you've been around it way longer than me that's a big step you know to say hey let's have programming partners you know and you know doing it with you know us proven and mayhem um yeah i mean that's a big deal because i know you know if you look at the you know the core crossfit side people be like hey hey what where are we what are we doing here like yeah you know um 
Yeah, I I know. I can only speak for for us. Like, I think it's, um, and we want feedback too. I think it, I think it will be um, really obvious. It's just to create a better experience for people that attend the game. This is a, a great suggestion. It's a little bold. HWPO on one cheek and let the butthole be the O. So, <laughs> it's oh. uh, incorporating like parts of the body uh, as the uh, as the letter. Um, uh, Mr. O'Keefe, how is, uh, Mal, Mal O'Brien was one of your athletes, uh, uh, CrossFit darling, um, Tia gets pregnant. Everyone expects Mal to win pressure mounts very young. Um, he, uh, so much attention, right? Amazing. F- followed from one training camp to another, to another, always people weighing in on what she's doing as we approach the the big event she makes a post that says hey guys i need some time off um then we saw the documentary come out and the documentary shows some even further insight by the way i thought the documentary is fucking amazing someone said to me hey i think matt's in it too much and i said i think matt's not in it enough and they said well what do you mean and i said this isn't matt fraser five times games champion we've seen we're seeing he's been that guy's been in a lot of competition uh, movies this is fucking Matt Fraser, the coach. And you got to really see the stress he's wearing on his face in this movie. I mean, it's, he doesn't even look like himself. Um, how, how is that? How, 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 to, to, how is Mal, whatever you can tell us. And then how has that affected the entire camp moving forward as we approach the games? Mallory, Ryan. Mallory is great. Is, you know, if we're, you know, summarizing, I'm really proud of her. We all are. I think it's um, it's been obviously people don't have a lot of info on it, and that's really due to, and that's fine. Being, no one deserves yeah. it, by the way. I'm just asking. No one has any no, right to. to no one share. has right to it. No one has right to the information. Yeah, well, you know, she's in charge, which is really important. I think that's not always been the case. And really, what's been fun is you know her taking control of her life and making decisions that you know are best for her. She she takes counsel. Um, I think she's just as traditionally always taken way too much. You know, it doesn't matter what I want for her or Matt does or, you know, anyone really like her, by the way, she has incredible parents. You know, I am, uh, I've learned, you know, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Cause that is one person we haven't heard from. And there's been speculation. She does have incredible parents. Dude, I, I mean, epic. Like I am, you know, I think Nicole, James Townsend told me that last month too. He was on the show and he said her, great support for our parents yeah and, okay you know we you know they're very close friends we've stayed all close and gotten closer through this um but just you know man how hard is it to you watch did get closer kid? through this you have gotten yeah. closer through this you haven't parted ways that's a good t- b- b- tidbit so she hasn't yeah, we're, okay i talk to mallory every day awesome yeah sammy does and, you know, it's transitioned to, you know, it's been really important to us. I think, like, when she left to go home, we love Mal, like, as a person. It was like, shit, I, I hope that she doesn't push this in us away, you know, through her process. Because, man, we just, she's a light in our life. It's been the reverse. It's just been amazing, we, you know. Um, but, yeah, her... Family's amazing. Mal's doing great. You know, she's being a 19 year old kid, which I think, you know, was really the intent here is like, you know, reground and, you know, retool and sort of, you know, you know, do some work and see where you're at. And she, man, doing great. I'm really like, you know, she 
but Brie presented herself on social last week, which was really cool. Um, yeah, she just do honestly. She's. I'm not trying to dance around it. I think everybody has made their assumptions of what's going on, and it's fair for people to, you know. And she's been like half forward about it. I'm excited for her to <clears throat> people to see her and her to talk about it, and her to narrate a lot of this herself. She's, um, man. I, I mean, from what I saw pre semifinals to today, it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to watch somebody you love not be happy and thrive and you know especially i mean come on she was i mean and, and you know you talk to competitors too uh her competitors i mean she was ahead you know it wasn't like i mean it was really easy for all of us to say like well she was gonna win there's a lot involved in that but she passed that up to take care of herself and uh that's some heady stuff for anyone never mind a 19 year old kid you know, uh, and then, you know, her parents willing to watch her sometimes suffer <clears throat> because that was what was best for her to kind of feel this out. And Man, I, I couldn't, uh, the people around her, including Matt and Sammy, and you know, all, you know, the, all the support she has from friends and family. I mean, it was, um, it's been a pretty cool, uplifting thing to be a part of. And I think that people would be surprised to hear that considering Mal didn't compete and, and we are so focused on the sport uh, and, you know, what their results are. It was really eye-opening for me. You know, I've been in this for 10 years. I mean, it did it with Matt. And by the way, like I watched Matt, you know, you, you know, go through really how hard this is and life on top. And every year is a mounting piece of pressure. It's like, okay, well, you won three. You can't go back. Well, you can, but you guys, if, if you don't win, you know, four and you're chasing something, it's like, you know, you're starting over. It's like, okay, I'm all set, you know? I mean, um, some, somewhere it's it's revealed that after his fourth victory, he was going to tap and you guys had a power. Tap's not the right word. Sorry. At four, he was going to celebrate and be like, I fucking did it, which is crazy. And then you guys had a powwow and you basically said, hey, dude, you have to. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I, is he, and I assume he's glad. I'm assuming he's, he doesn't. I'm assuming he's ne, he's never sent you a note and been like, "Hey, dude, you're a fucking asshole for pushing." Me I hate this. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you know what I mean. <clears throat> I'm assuming he's never said even anything remotely like that, right? He's never been. I any had a similar moment with Mallory here. We we all did, you know, where it was like, "Hey, it's hard." To, you know, I said something to Matt that I thought could potentially damage our relationship. There, right? It's like, right. You have to yeah. take some risk. Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. So I did, um, and you know he essentially took the time to make that decision, you know, and create you know the reason why or why not himself. Um, but he took you know advice from a lot of people around that. Yeah, he's incredibly grateful he did that. I think it's like really, I think things that could potentially have been like damn to him after only doing it four times. Um, yeah, only that's such a terrible way to present that. Having done it four times. I think, you know, there's a, a lot of uh, garbage with that that he threw away, you know, honestly. So he's really, I mean, I, he's really happy he did it. The same for Mal, though. It was like, you know, we had to, she had to, you know, encounter a lot of things that were uncomfortable. Um, and, man, she's a stud. Like, she did it just like she did CrossFit. You know, she just, like, hit it head on. Um and yeah, today, I mean, she's like having a great weekend for the fourth with friends and, you know, we're, we're going to see her soon. Um, 
you know, she's going to, you know, be in our area soon enough. And you know, I'm psyched to see her. So she's doing really Is good. Is she coming to the games, Matt? I don't know. Um, I mean, I would, you know, haven't even broached the subject. I mean, people would be surprised to hear this. Like there is not any conversations around CrossFit and competing and like what she's doing and her partners have been incredibly supportive. Um, it's been awesome. Honestly, it's just like, Hey Mal, go do Mal and like really, you know, do what you need to do to be, you know, your best. And, and so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she wants to great. Um, I think that would be hard if I'm guessing, uh, you know, I think it's, um, I think it'd be crazy hard. I think it'd be harder to go now than it would be to, than to, to have competed. I mean, I don't know her situation. Um, uh, when you say you took a risk that could have damaged the relationship, we had a guy on the show last night called John Hackleman. He was Chuck Liddell's coach and he's Glover Teixeira's coach now. And so he's, he's uh, arguably the greatest MMA coach who ever lived. And he said that at one point he was so tired of basically seeing in 2000, I can't remember. He was so tired of seeing his fighters get hurt that he didn't want to do it anymore. And he went over and he was in Florida and he went over to his buddy, Tony Robbins house. And he went and, and Tony and Tony st started crying on Tony Robbins shoulder. And Tony's like, Hey, quit being a bitch. Don't take on any more clients and finish what you fucking committed to, to your first fucking, um, uh, to the clients that you have remaining. And uh, super cool. And I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a bold move." To it, it, was it that kind of risk you took with Matt? Like, did you give him one of those? Hey, dude, yeah, I mean, a bitch. It, like, you, you have it's easy to, it's easy you to know? just agree with. You. It's easy to just agree. I mean, <laughs> to be you mean to be the a yes man? It is. I mean, yeah. and you find you know, and you know the way I, Matt and I are uniquely wired very similarly. Um, and you know, I think it's um. So I understand him and I knew even now understanding him that it was even more risky. It's just, you know, um, like why? Cause he could have thought you were betraying him. I know loyalty is really important to Matt. He would have felt like yeah. you were betraying him with what you said. That, that, Can you share with be, us what you said or no? I mean, yeah, I just said, I thought he would regret it. You know, I thought that, you know, I, I know that when we started this and he did that, it was never like with a, the, his sights on anything, but I think I think that what I saw was transitionally he started to like love the game and want to be you know things within the game which was early on it was a like honestly he would tell you day one was a financial move it was like hey I can go make yeah, money doing that. that I'm good at he wanted to and live he, into it he wanted to move into a get his prize money move into a cabin and never see us again that's what he said on the and, show and and he like evolved into um, you know it's like a movie scene where the like person's like trying to fight you know it's not like who they really are now and like he cared deeply about success and medals because you know it, it was fun and it was you know um he he was chasing greatness and and so i was you know i think um he was really tired and mentally and physically he's really beat up i mean can only imagine the training's wild and um I just said, Hey dude, like, I think you're, I never forget. I was on an airplane and Shane called me and, and he was like, dude, what is going on? And I said, what do you mean? He said, Matt just said he's done on a phone call with me. And he's like, I'm like, eh, okay. Like, wh wh what did he say? He's like, hey, you know, I asked him about getting back into training. And he's like, I don't know, dude, I don't know if I'm even doing this anymore. So I, you know, we talked that next week and I was just like, Hey, like you can do whatever you want, obviously. And 
he he asked what I thought. And I just said, I thought, I think that you'll regret it. I do. Like you're so far ahead and you're, you know, you are in my mind, the greatest to ever do this. Like, you know, and the one thing that potentially could sit out there that people could then say like, well, but like, just take care of it, you know? And, um, and I think it'll be bring a lot of joy to your life. And, uh, you know, he always, you know, at that point was like reflective on like my kids, like, what do they see? And like stories for them it could be a great story for your kids, you know? Uh, and the risk is, yeah, it's like, Hey, I'm involved in him from a, with him from a business perspective. Like you can potentially, and I do this and he does this. It's like spin it to think anything of it. It's like, well, of course you want me to compete again. I'm the greatest ever. Like you're tied to my business, like all this other stuff. <laughs> you can get in a dark hole real fast. Right. 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 Um, I, it's funny. Like the more I've been involved in a lot of these kids lives and like what I do now um, in general, in the space, it's, um, man, you, you have to, I mean, it's my responsibility to, to do things like that, or I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, so you have to, to, you have, to have the hard conver- to have the hard, honest conversations. It is. It still doesn't make it ever easier. Like I would tell you on a weekly basis, I have things before me where I'm like, geez, like this tough, like it's a pivotal moment. I, I do learn over and over again. Tough conversations are way easier than you think they are. Communications, you know, is literally just glorious to relationships. The more open you are and direct, the more you thrive. Um, I, I continue to learn that with my team uh, now and, but with Matt, we, our relationship, you know, now business owners together, that was a risk, huge risk, like massive. And um, it's like so cool. We, we, you know, we are, you know, thriving in that relationship together. It's improved our personal relationship in a great way. We've had hard moments too, like where he, you know, accountability from him to me, me to him. Um, it's... um it then, you know, when, when I reflect on my life, it's like, I don't have anybody I've ever been closer with. And it's because of that. You, you just like get in super wow. shitty adverse wow. moments wow. Um, and you figure shit out together that creates diamonds. You know, it's like pressure. Here's the interesting thing too, though. It's not wrong to say, Hey Matt, it'll be better for the business. If you right. went five, Hey, for some reason people think like that that's like a bad thing to say or like right. hey that girl only likes me for my car like it's not that it's bad it just it's it's not that it's bad there's this there's this miss there's this mischaracterization mischaracterization of people using you using someone is, or using something is has gotten such a bad just need to communicate about it, though. Yeah, like if you started getting into heroin, you and Matt would drift ways. Right. You would see how quickly, how shallow your relationship is. He's not for some reason he's not going to tolerate Matt with a bunch of needles coming over, shooting up on his couch, and <laughs> kidding in the house. He's just not. You're going to see he's not as tolerant as you thought. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, it, it it's interesting. I, I want to go back to Matt one more time. Mm-hmm. In this, in the movie, there's some really poignant moments between Matt and and Mal. And it was the same things that I think we heard coming out of the, the the mayhem camp with Rich when he would talk about Haley. And although when Rich uh, when Rich talked about it with Haley, it wasn't in the pressure cooker situation. He's in the comfort of his own gym. But he basically says, "Yo, this girl's fucking overtraining." 
And we heard that over and over and over. And then we really see, like, I think I saw something really revealing in that movie where Matt's like, yeah, this fucking girl won't stop training. And, yeah. and, uh, and to the point where she'll be like, yeah, I'm okay. When she's not okay. Are there parallels to their story? To Haley and Mal's uh, stories? Uh, like when, when we hear it when, as it flushes out over the next couple of years, are we going to see parallels? I'm sure. I mean, first of all, they're thick as thieves. They're very okay. close, the two of them. Um, yeah, of, of course. You know, I think there's, um, you know, different things going on there, um, you know, overall. Uh, but, you know, yeah, for, for sure, there's going to be common threads. Yeah, I think you heard in the film, for those who haven't watched it, is, is a moment where Matt talks about, um, it, you know, Mallory Danielle Brandon hurt. had the same thing, O'Keefe. They Matt tells yeah. a story of her passing out while working out. We had Danielle Brandon on the show, and she fucking passed out because she fucking wasn't eating enough because she was trying to restrict herself to 1,900 fucking calories a day. And finally someone had to uh, slap her. She's like, yeah, someone had to fucking slap me around. Be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, Ferrari, you need to put more food in. I love DB. Yeah. Cool. Um, Yeah. I guess athletes, I guess, I guess life is no one's reinventing the wheel, too. There is a, that's got to be hard for you, also, right? In in a way, you have to be there for Mal or be there for your athletes, but in a way, you kind of already know a bunch of stuff that they don't know and they're living their story for the first time. You're like the old guy who knows some shit. Now, yes. And like that's come up quite a bit of late especially with this which is just kind of like and by the way she has that respect for us me matt tell me what to do you know you guys know how this story plays out um it's you know i see the things that she's going through that matt went through um, he talked about it with her too yeah it, but, but you know but but i think a big why for us in in this whole thing was you know hey no we're not telling you what to do we'll definitely give you our experience and, and how that might help you but no, nobody's telling you what to do. You're making your own decisions. That's a, I think that's been like a big moment for her. It's like, you know, I, I'm in charge. You know, she did a lot of what people just told her to do for a long time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're referencing a moment when Matt discussed basically that she passed out. Well, what she did was that she, I mean, Mal has no off switch in, in a great way for what isn't there some team. diagnosis in humans where there's some humans that don't feel pain could she have that one of those people you know what i mean like you'll see it on 60 Possibly. minutes so and so cannot feel pain pain and they put a nail through their hand like do you think she has that have you ever heard that he was discussed? saying that in that clip he was like <laughs> I, I don't think she feels pain because she broke her lungs she basically went so hard on an echo bike that she gave herself bronchitis and she was then now trying to come back quickly, not getting diagnosed. In the long and short of it, she was passing out. Like she went out on a run with Jake Marconi, came back, and her elbows and knees were all cut up. And Matt's like, what the hell is that? He's like, dude, she just passed out in the middle of the run. Um, so, yeah, she's special. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's like she goes places nobody does. And I saw Matt. I, I've seen Matt do that, honestly. I mean, Matt's done some crazy stuff to himself to be the best. Um, it's, you know, I, I don't want to say that that's what it takes, but I don't know. I've got, you know, but that's what it takes. Few, I've got a few experiences with it in my career, you know, seeing, you know, catching Matt, you know, Mal was around Tia, um, you know, most of her, you know, career as well. So I think it's just, yeah, I mean, those guys go at it that way. 
what do you think the chances are that maybe Katrin come on the show for 10 or 15 minutes and I say hi to her sometime? I would love that. We've talked about it and yeah. I think she's going to, I think, I think she's going to do it. She was going to watch us today. Oh, okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very cool. I'm going to be very cool. Um, uh, I would love that. I would love, I would just love to say, that. I, I think just want to test the waters. I just want to build just a tiny bit of trust. Like just like, hi, um, fucking crazy. Congratulations. Can you walk us through about how I'll probably ask her about how she didn't make the games and then came back and, and won. And now she's done that, did done that again. Can you walk us through the parallel of these two experiences? I'd love you guys to talk about it. You've seen a lot of that history. She's I'll keep it really kind of superficial and, and chill at first. And then like, not in a bad, not only that in a drag derogatory way, but you know what I mean? And then just, and then we can both kind of be like, okay. I think it's interesting. This goes back to something not to get, and I don't, I'm not avoiding that. I think it would be great that you guys talk. I've told her that. Um, and you know, uh, that honestly, I think it would be great. Uh, you know, you talked about something earlier. Somebody was bringing up, you know, things that I think you might disagree with me on. And I want people to hear that here, which is, yeah, we're not always like using, you wouldn't always use this as a platform to like, you know, expose, you know, what you don't like about somebody. Um, but we, you and I, like, if we don't agree, we talk about it. Like, that's the way the right. world works. Um, so, you know, yeah, you handle like, me really well too. I'll, I'll just like fucking three in the morning, send you fucking two paragraphs <laughs> of me just fucking angry. It's fine. And, and, and but that's all, real, you're, but that's you're, real. you're always pretty cool. You're always been cool. You've never been it's like, real. hey, shut up. It's super real. Like, I, I don't, I, I mean, is it like I get fired up all the time, you know, like you're passionate. It's not like misguided at that point. It's just like, hey, I don't like this about what you are doing or said. I want to talk about it. So, Heidi Kroom, I'm catching on um, uh, podium this year. Uh, mark my words. I love I'd love that. to see that. That would be fucking I would, crazy. I would love to see. It would that. be I, pretty I, cool. I'd be pretty happy point. if she won the games too. I think it would be like, I think, I, I, I think if she won the games or Danielle Brandon won the games, it would be incredible for the games. It would be a crazy story to tell again about a girl who didn't make it to the games and then one time and then came back and won and then did it again. It, it, it kind of puts her in in. A, a, I don't mean to take anything away from Matt, Rich, or Tia, but it puts her in, a, or Annie, but it puts her in a weird, rarefied air if you do that. She'll have her own story that you could argue that she has no peer. I don't know if you could say she's the best, but you could ever, but you could say that, like, hey, no one's gonna ever gonna do that. That is, uh, <clears throat> what's almost, she's almost fun. already there. If she makes the podium, she can almost say that, hey, there's, there's, Catherine now is like second best of all time. That's cool to hear. Uh, I, I am so proud and, you know, um, enjoying so much being around her more now with her being a part of our camp, which is a big step. I, I, Kat and I were talking about this. Because it was just to put perspective, because you were her agent, but she was with Comp Train, and now right. you're her agent, and she's also with HWPO where you uh, hang your hat as CEO. Correct. Okay. You're, right. you're still her yeah, agent, I, that's fair to say? Yeah, uh, Daniel Robbins is he helps with her uh, on a daily basis as well. So I don't want to say that, that I do that on my own. Uh, I okay. am a part of that with her. Yeah, um, she. We were in Colombia and doing an event down there, Fitland. And I remember, you know, at the game, she had approached Matt and myself and said, "Hey, I want to talk about moving to HWPO." And Matt was like marinating on it, <clears throat> and we were going to have a call about it. 
And I remember before the call, he was doing his thing like he used to do when we would drive to the stadium. He was kind of like breathing heavy where I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, he's I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, man, this is nerve wracking. Like, she's incredible. She's one of the best ever. And this is um, this scares the shit out of me. And I was like, dude, <clears throat> we got this. Uh, I, I really believe it. You know, it'll be a lot of fun. First of all, they're super like Matt is as close with Catherine as he has ever been anyone in the space which then presents some challenges, but their coach athlete relationship's been beautiful. He's, you know, he's very direct, direct with her. She, she's been more coachable than I've ever seen her. She's thriving and having fun. She's got a bump, bump back in her step. Uh, but it was a scary step. Again, another moment where like, I like, there could have been a lot of egg on my face for this one because I was like, Hey, I want to do this. Like, I, you know, he did too, but he was just like, listen, you know, we have such a beautiful relationship. Why are we going to ruin this? You know, meaning, meaning um, that with Mal, with Hopper, with the elite athletes that you already have, and now you're bringing another huge character. Veteran, personally, right? So, you okay. Know, oh, okay, okay. Sammy would travel with Brooks and Cat. Like they go to the house in in Idaho and hang out with them. Like they're, you know, it's like you know the the risk Matt and I would have taken now getting in business together. Like you're taking a step that could be you know tough on your relationship. And every one of those little pieces that we have and now, like we work with friends, you know, long time. Jake Marconi has been a long time friend. You know, he's thriving. Harry Pally is a long time friend. Um, it, you know, these guys all do a great job. We've done a great job with, you know, professional and personal and our personal relationships have thrived that situation more than any cat is thriving and whatever her result is, it, I know it will be the best her result can be because she's happy. She's getting everything out of every moment. Uh, it's been really fun to watch she, her, her and Jason beating each other up on a daily basis. That is a really fun thing to watch. They're very competitive with each other, which is really awesome. And, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a blast. Honestly, I, I can't wait to see what, how that whole thing plays out. I mean, she's coming to, to swing for the fences, you know, she's going to throw, throw it, throw it out there. And uh, you're going to see the, the cat everybody's watched uh, back just kind of with bounce and, you know, yeah, she might have some events where it might look like she's down, but she comes back swinging. She's a fighter. She plays till the end. I mean, that's what it takes. So we'll see where it ends up. Jake Chapman, Katrin looks like a cheetah was granted a wish to be a human. I think that's a compliment. I'll, 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 someone said that about me. I'll take that as a compliment. I'll take it. That's oh, keep me. Wadapalooza, awesome for the local CrossFit uh, community. We miss him. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, the guy over there now, uh, I don't have to sing his praises probably because O'Keefe will do it, but the guy running the show now, Dylan, is a beast and a, a great guy. And, I mean, you could basically he say is. he is straight out of the O'Keefe lineage. Um, he's uh, he's awesome. I, I really – that was an awesome moment being back this year, seeing him get – you know, him being in charge of something that he's been at and help, from the beginning and helped. There he is. Um, help birth you know he's uh he's a stud honestly like you know by the way probably the best um games lot on floor commentator who ever existed too by the way best voice most attentive most uh knowledgeable like every category um he used to do it with travis bajan and the two of them together were absolutely incredible i'm surprised i don't know if he has the time i can't believe he's he really is the best at that I don't think he has a peer I, I there, think, to be I, honest. I don't think anybody is. I mean, we have a lot of great people that do that in our space. Right. His voice just hits different for me. Um, 
Matt, you know, same, you know, pe- there are a lot of people that have moments that they tie back to, to his voice. Uh, I, I, I ended his MC career. Oh, really? Is, By bringing him over to Wada Blue? Yeah. Well, MC, he was there. Yeah. Do you remember the year that they did, they let the broadcast go, you know, we did Spanish that year. Like everybody could broadcast and um, we ran a Sp- Spanish broadcast and he was on to MC that year. And I was like, dude, like, I have no idea how we, I mean, he's so important to everything we do. I'm like, I don't know how we do this without you being a part of that. And you're on the floor. Cause like, if you're on the floor, you're out, like you're right, not right. going to have any time. And it was, uh, I, you know, it was tough. Another, like a, another moment referencing back to like challenging moments of relationships, you know, and I think he resented me for a bit for it. Um, but we're great friends today. Um, you know, well, we well that's interesting weeks. to say that he's not a, um, He's the he's he's camera shy and atten- averse to attention, so totally. it is kind of interesting that he would be a floor MC. He's re- I mean, I'm not saying he's not. It's it's not just that he's humble. He is averse. He does not want attention. He does not want to come on this show. I mean, I talk with him as much as I I talk with him. I I don't know. Like I if I text him, me and him will text for an hour straight back and forth, cracking. But the second I'm like, hey, can you come on the show? Or he's like, I'll find someone else to do it. I mean, he's he's not a attention he guy. He hates it. Yeah, I, w- I wish he would. More people would learn a lot from him. He's he's a stud. I'm really proud of him. This year was amazing. Wadapalooza got better. You know, uh, I learned a lot from him. We learned a lot from each other. Uh, he's thriving. You know, he really is. I, I mean, the sky's the limit for him are, with, with what, whatever he does. How are you on time? I'm great. I'm great. Literally looking at the ocean here. So I'm, okay. I'm Before I ask you another hard question, let me give you a little handy. Um, the the podium. Uh, I saw Tommy Marquez. I was watching Talking Elite Fitness, and he did a commercial for Podium, and it is fucking brilliant. You can actually, you can make your own supplement. You can make an a la carte supplement. You can pick the flavor. You can put in like the the creatine or the the the, the meth or the what the whatever you fucking want, and have this shit sent to your house. That's crazy. Super are you, cool. Are you guys, guys just tr- is that crazy popular? I would think that that would. I mean, that's kind of like done. It seems like that's a done deal. Once you can do that, what? Wh- the found the founder. It just seems like <clears throat> a win as fuck. Like just like you won. It is super cool. They're uh, that group. Just so people know, too. Like, I think it's really important for me to, because I, I don't want to take credit. Like, I, I don't. I have very little to do with Podium other than they're a partner at HWPO. I manage Matt. Matt is a, a an owner of Podium. I don't own any of that. I don't. You don't own that. any of Podium? No, no. I'm sorry to hear that. I apologize. Yeah, me on too. Your behalf, <laughs> on your behalf, I'm sorry. But, but I, you know, clo- I mean, the boys, <clears throat> Heaver and Marston, Matt. Paul now too, all close friends. Um, and we, we were partnered at HWPO with them heavily. Uh, we're doing some really cool stuff, launching some cool stuff with them, but they, they Paul is, stud. Uh, he's been around a long time in that space. Learned, learned, I mean, he was with, uh, Nutribolt Cellucor on the front end of that success. I mean, that's one of the most successful supplement stories in history. Uh, like their product or not, from a business perspective, massive, right? Uh, Ghost, uh, he was a founder of Ghost. And now this, and he gets it. Um, he gets this community too. He's like, you know, one of the coolest things is he come from outside and he really dug in here. And 
learned it and loved it and, and wanted to be a part of it and understood, you know, the right approach here to, you know, the right way to show up. But those guys are awesome. I mean, they're doing such a great job. The the marketing's crazy cool and it's so authentic. It's like really they brought a really cool set of Matt out through that, you know, which is real, you know, Matt being goofy and having fun. Justin Madeiras, like the stuff that they've done with that. Um yeah, that 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 feature is I mean, I I think that's explosive. Yeah, the a la carte feature. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "All right, day one." <laughs> like that's it. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Con- uh, congratulations. Well, congratulations, and I'm sorry that you're not a part owner. I wouldn't have brought it up if I didn't. If I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's great. Um, okay, now now back to the hard questions. Um, how before are th- you ask me a hard before you ask me yeah, a hard question? Not even I, hard. By the way. Somebody on our team texted me, and we were talking about all that CrossFit stuff and partnership uh they were like hey don't forget to tell them that you affiliated so we affiliated our gym oh. um, i think that's important i saw somebody in the comments i was watching you guys earlier um and asked you know is a hwpo an affiliate well not, not the programming platform i think it's important to decipher but that gym that we opened uh in in vermont our headquarters is uh hard work pays off crossfit so that is affiliated and um can people actually work out there Today it's not open to the public. Uh, we will do things for sure there. Uh, we've funny enough when we launched, it did show up on the affiliate map, and Harry Pally's and phone number was attached, and there were hundreds of phone calls day one. I think you know we built it to you know build a place for our you know our pro members that are training to go to the games to come and train. Also, our members at times we'll do events like Sammy just did an event called Bump Sweat. She had. 20 pregnant women come work out with her my wife and i did bump sweat two nights ago <laughs> you better get she, that trade you better get that trademarked she says she you know we'll do a lot of that we have an event coming up in the in the in the winter where we're gonna gather our members up in vermont and we'll do things there but yeah we'll, we'll do more and more uh and open it up but today yeah it's not open to the public but we did affiliate our, our gym that was important to us why why was it important to you you know, I, I, you know, that what we do at our core is CrossFit. Um, and I'm excited about them as an organization. I want to contribute. Uh, you know, it's funny. It started with Paul Tromblay, you know, uh, when he was involved, you know, and he knew we were opening the gym, uh, you know, through all those changes. And he, is he part he of said, your hey, team? Does he work for HWPO? No, oh, okay. No, no, he just was a part of the. Uh, North American affiliate team, I believe. He ran North American affiliates. He's like, hey, will you affiliate? I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, let's talk about it. And <clears throat> built a, re- a good relationship with Don. And he excites me. Um, just no nonsense and has a great, you know. Is you Don know. no nonsense? He's very open-minded. Yeah, it concerns no- me how open-minded and nice he is. I'm th- I'm th- I like a little asshole. I like a little Dave Castro, sprinkle a little Matt Fraser in there. I like a little bit. <laughs> you know, Matt, Matt's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he, uh, I like, I like someone with boundaries. Sometimes I think Don is like too nice. Like, like, Hey, I don't, I, I don't think that at all. Through okay, my good. All right. All right. A, he all does right. everything he says he's going to do. He's not wishy-washy. He's not, you know, I agree with all that. Everybody. He's very nice. He's very open. He takes a lot of feedback. Not, yeah, not a fan I think of too much feedback. Sound, sound, you know, decisions that aren't all, you know, they're best for what he knows. 
Okay. Um, that doesn't mean they're best for an athlete or what he thinks of everybody in it. Uh, I'm just excited. And I think it's, you know, important. It's, you know, it's been, you know, if we he's look normal, at you know, he's normal too, by the way, he's not just, he's all those things. And he's just, awesome. he's a normal, he's a very normal human being. He's like a healthy human being. There's a lot of weirdos in our space. He's very healthy. Oh, he like you can bring it, him like home to mom. He loves CrossFit. Like he, yeah. every Tuesday does a hero one at the gym he's at. Like he's, he loves to throw down. I've worked out with him a bunch of times. He's, uh, he's awesome. Yeah, honestly. Like, I, not I, too open-minded? Not too nice? No? You had any know. fights with him yet? No. Oh. You don't need to. I don't have fights with anybody. You don't fight? You don't ever fight with your wife? Disagree. Okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> but the, the 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 CrossFit thing for me is important. I mean, Matt's life, my life, Harry's life, Sammy's life, Jake's life, everybody I go down our list on our team, Jason's life, catch all changed because we walked through the door of an affiliate. It, it'd be ignorant of us to not recognize that. And well, Matt's did not be a part, he walked be... through an affiliate. Matt's because he pulled up in a stoplight next to an affiliate owner, which I learned from the video I watched today on HWPO. So true. Matt pulled up next to a guy at a stoplight and he said, hey, you should come into my gym. And that began the legend of Matt Fraser. So true. Right. Literally, that is like a mile from now our building, Champlain Valley CrossFit. Crazy. So super cool. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's... um. It's who we are at our core. We, you know, we train CrossFit. Our people train CrossFit. We're part of the sport. Um, and again, back to that, like, you know, I walked through the door of an affiliate in my hometown and my life changed. And, you know, I, I had a great coach that taught me things the right way. Um, and it was, they taught me CrossFit. And, you know, I, you know, that's what we do. We want to, you know, be a part of it. And it was important to us. Um, Dave was on the show uh, a few months ago when he was still allowed to come on. And, um, he, <laughs> he mentioned, he, he mentioned, um, I'm just making that up by the way. I, he's probably still allowed. Uh, he mentioned that, uh, Fraser had invited him up to Vermont. And, True. um, I saw that as, pr I, I know that they uh, are not, um, enemies but they're this maybe the siblings who drew the put the tape in the line of the room and been like that's your half of the room stay over there you know what i mean i feel like they they had kind of a little bit of that relationship going um for one is david is dave coming up there is dave scheduled to come up there and how how are things with uh dave and matt uh he well he's pretty busy right now so i, I think it'll be tough who, 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 to both of them dave, both, who, dave. Oh, oh yeah uh, both of them yeah dave, i mean and yeah, I mean, pre-game. How's your relationship with Dave? Throw that in the answer, too. Okay, go ahead. I, I think that that's, that's um, unrealistic before the games. But, yeah, that's gonna, I hope that happens. And they had been working on it. And then Dave, you know, got a new role. And, it, you know, obviously that's going to be hard before the game. Yeah, I'm excited. Did, Matt, that, did Matt invite him up there because he had insight before all of us that Dave would be running the games? Oh, shit. That's <laughs> no. known for months? No, no, no. Okay. No. No, I'm ending. We're ending rumors. Okay. We're ending. We're not starting. We're going to cauterize that people. one. That one is not true. This is, this is where rumors go to die. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he, so, so yeah, he Matt obviously invited him up for a reason, right? Like, um, it, whether it be just pure benevolence, but, but maybe to start, start a new chapter maybe with, with him. 
but that's Matt. Like, I think he looks at every, he's uh, constantly analyzing his life and situations and people. And he and I were in Miami at the F1 race, actually. We were just taking a break for a couple of days, chilling, which was a ton of fun. And he's like, right, I'm going to hit him up. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I want to sit down, talk to him about some things that maybe he and I haven't. And Dave was really receptive. I, I'm excited for that to happen. You know, I'll let those two talk about it if they want to, but that, that, um, yeah, that, that's, um, I'm excited for that. I'm proud that, you know, that's where Matt's at in his life. I mean, and Dave too, like, I think, um, you're asking about my relationship with Dave, like, you know, um, it's relatively limited, but, you know, you know, in the period of time where he was not there and now back, like, you know, there's a couple points of contact that were great, honestly. And I've talked to Dave recently and I'm excited about the future with him. I think he's, you know, taken everything he's learned. And I think the 2.0 application, I think people need to give it a chance. And I think they're going to like what they see. I think Dave's uh, a better leader today than he was before from what wow. I can tell. Wow. Wow. Well, that's good news for all of us. I mean, I always thought he was a great leader, but to, to be even, to come back even better, I think is. Yeah. That's not like, you know, awesome. Hey, one people, one thing people have to really reflect on with anybody is, you know, sort of culture or, you know, leadership or direction of the company at the, the different periods of time. And, you know, um, nobody knows what it was like to be involved in it then or in the middle or now. Um, so, you know, I think, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm all about second chances. That's a, like for me. Um, and by, by the way, who the F am I in, in the, the grand scheme of things with all of it? Like he doesn't have to appease me or any, you know, any, it, it, it has nothing to do with me, but you know, I'm, if he hears this, excited about it. You know, I, I, I think that um, from what I've heard from him, you know, I saw him in Pasadena. It was really genuine. That was prior to him getting his job. You know, it was, um, he seems like he's in a great place in his life and thriving and he's ready for this. Uh, I saw something the other day. Um, oh, I wish I could remember where I saw it. Be directly from it. Damn. But one of the things was is don't live your life. If when people do things to upset you, just p don't attach those things to that person. Just just keep keep being who you are. I guess in the most traditional sense, it's uh, uh, I, I don't know if Mother Teresa was the original person who said it, but Mother Teresa said, uh, be nice to people because you're nice, not because they're nice to you. Right. So be oh, who no. you are. Don't like someone cuts you off. That doesn't mean that now you have to change who you are. If you're a nice person, why are you letting that person like affect you? And so, yeah, I, I hear a little bit about that. And what you're saying about giving people second chances, like, like if, if you did, yeah, it, it's important. It's important for, um, so that it's important for all of us as human beings to be happy, to, to have that in our mindset, to not hold grudges, to keep pushing forward, to let people, if you're mad at someone and you hold them in a box, you're kind of, hold, you're, you're as bad as they are, right? You're now holding them with this, this person is this person. You're not letting them free. You're almost setting them up for failure. Man, that's also stress. Like, think about how, like, maybe when you're in it, you don't realize it. How I've been in it. 
like how stressful that is. It's like it consumes you, dictates how you handle things current that come to you. Uh, yeah, that I don't know. Maybe I'm older and reflective and soft. How old are you? Forty six. Oh, and but um, I You're like halfway. where I'm at. Where <laughs> I hope, I hope I like where I'm at with that. Like I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, if I've ever had a beef or a problem with someone. I've never been not willing to sit down and talk through it. And I'll tell you, like, batting damn near a thousand when you do sit down and talk, like, you don't always understand other people's perspective, you know? And and so that's what I've learned the most throughout my life is, you know, 90% at least, if not more time of the time, you you know, you're reflecting on what you want to reflect on in those moments or things that you're, you know, stressed about or angry about. Um, there's definitely more to the story than what your mind creates and wraps itself around. Um, so well said. not to say that there's any of that with that, with that, but it's just, you know, yeah, I think it speaks to what you're talking about. I, I, I um, yeah, I, I think people deserve at least a second chance third, mm, but definitely second. Um, you had this idea in the video of taking the size of Matt's old gym and putting tape on the floor in the new gym to show it. That is a brilliant idea. Have you guys done that yet? We're trying to figure out where and how to best bring it. Like we've been in this period with the gym where we're like, you know, um, acquiring equipment and, you know, moving a bunch of stuff around to see where it sort of all settles. But that is something we're going to do. I think it's a great reminder for Matt too um you know when we had our opening and you know we you know we addressed everybody it was a really important thing to address like you know right down the street less than 200 square feet you know this kid bled um to be where he's at today uh, and look at where we're at now you know there's seven thousand foot of gym space and five thousand of office space and um you know we didn't do that alone and you know but but a lot of it's off the heels of his hard work and, you know, it's really cool to remind ourselves and people that come through, it's like, you, you know, think about, and I don't think they're pampered, but like Jason walks in and like, that's his start. Right. Know? Right. I mean, he's got a, a, you know, but it's like, and it's, you know, it's the, the why behind that building too. It's like Matt wants to provide f- from a coaching training perspective, facilities perspective, things that he didn't have for people. Um, that's where he's thriving and having a blast. It's just, you know, he walks into that building every day with an insane amount of pride that he was able to do this, you know, that he can do this, that this is real. It's not a stretch. It's like, I'm doing this for people because I couldn't, you know, it, you know, it's something that I didn't necessarily have for, for, for myself or somebody couldn't do for me, not because they didn't want to, but he's taken every bit of his experience along the way and he's trying to make it better for everybody else coming forward with us. And you guys have a place that you love being. I Crazy, huh? Are you living explain. in Vermont now? Are you moving there? <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm there. When I'm home, not traveling, I'm up there every week, and my my stays are longer and longer. I man, we, it is so fun being there. Our team is amazing. Our culture is awesome. We just thrive together. Uh, we we obviously work remote. A lot of our team, there's like half the team up there. But when I'm there, I just I get the feels. It's um, it's such such a blast. It's it's a pleasure. I, I have to pinch myself. It's real. There's so much fun, and then you know, 
in the office alone and you walk in the gym and the vibe's amazing, you know, it's, um, it's really, it's really cool. We're so proud of it. Matt's office, John George, Matt's office is bigger than his old training space. Fat, uh, probably close. Wow. That's crazy. Probably pretty close. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it might be to like the number. It might be real close. Uh, 100% happy that you switched jobs. That must have been scary, leaving um, Wadapalooza, leaving what you know. Changing is scary. Yeah, it, you know, I got more, I've gotten more comfortable with it when I took my first leap into starting Redline. You know, bet, you know, this whole idea of like betting on myself became, you know, more uh, comfortable and real. It was, I've, t- I've told people this, like, I-, I think what I'm doing today, and I probably said it about Waterpools, I think it's really what I've been working towards. It's, you know, the components of, you know, who I am as a person aligned with the values and, you know, getting to, you know, build something which I really love uh, with people I love, and particularly Matt, you know, Matt and Sammy. You know, that it was the three of us at the beginning. Um, you know, Matt and I before that, but, you know, particularly through most of it with Sammy and uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really where I want to be. I mean, that was, it was not hard. It, I mean, the, the yes to Matt saying, Hey, would you leave your job to do this? Um, I was like, yes. I mean, I didn't even have to think it through and then think through the process at which, it, you know, it was a lot, you know, I, you know, that, that the hard part, you know, and I think what you're referencing was that I felt a little bit like, I was kind of bailing on, on the Wadapalooza thing. That's just in my DNA. Like I didn't want to leave it. I know I left it better than when I started, you know, I knew I would. Um, and it was really cool then to go back this year and just see it thrive. You know, like that to me, it was like, okay. And people saw you as the Wadapalooza guy. There's also that, I mean, outside of yourself, there's that projection, right? Yeah. I mean, like in 10 years, people will see Matt as just a CrossFit games coach. Do you know what I mean? He's going to, there'll become a point when he's done been a coach longer than he's been an athlete. And so like people, yeah. and, and, and that's got to also change, like that changes how you fit in the world. Like people really saw you as the Wadapalooza guy and now you're the HWPO guy. And so it's like even how the world projects you changes, projects onto you changes. I think that's a part of it too, is I think that, I think people have seen this as like really a natural fit. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. And that was like a big part of the response when I said I'm leaving and I'm going to do this. It was like, of course. And I think even when I said I was leaving and not doing this, people were like, yeah, he's going to HWPO. That's cool. Like, I, you know, I, not that I like measure my decision-making off of public opinion on things. I, it's, you know, with the people that I'm, I'm doing it with and love. Um, yeah. I, I'm uh I'm a pretty lucky guy. I'm fortunate. You know, I've worked really hard. Yes. But, um, I've had a lot of luck along the way and I've just gotten involved with the right people. You know, I, I, um, I, you know, I have incredible people around me, Matt, you know, and Sammy particularly with this and our entire team. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's nothing I can say, but, you know, I am, in the best place for me and with the best people for me. It's really awesome. Honestly, he he has a kid coming the week of the games. That is crazy. (laughs) It's so awesome. It's like my baby. Is she having the baby in Vermont? She is. Yeah. So, so Matt, does Matt have just going to have a plane waiting on a tarmac somewhere? (laughs) 
<laughs> we've got to figure out how we're going to get them out of there real quick. So we're in process right now. But what is the what hey, is the flight time between Vermont and Madison? Madison. You know, if it was direct, it's a couple hours, Mac. Um, okay, so I mean, you could you could pay ten grand to have a a, a plane take them just fucking door to door. I mean, if it's two hours. Yeah, we got to figure that out here in the next couple of weeks. Um, we've already. I mean, it's not pocket change, it. but it's fucking a once in a lifetime thing. I wonder how. God, can you imagine the conversations they must be having now? Because oh, it it it's, must be intense, dude. It's uh, I tell Sammy this on it a must, daily basis. It's like having too many good things happen at once. It really is. It's like it's, it's already had an incredible effect on both of them. Sammy's done pregnancy better than anybody I've ever been around. Um, she's a huge part of our team and organization, still thriving, putting in long days, and so passionate about what we do. Her biggest concern is the distance she'll create through the the, the birth of their child with our business, and you know we're. You know, we figured that all out and how that period of time will be handled. But she, um, it's a, it's awesome. Matt is like, they're going to be great parents. He is like, that baby has him wrapped around its finger already. He's, uh, he's going to, I mean, I can't wait. I hope they take months off and don't do anything but that. And, And that's the goal. The two of them, I know how they're wired. It'd probably be hard to do that with them, but he, um, He's really excited. I mean, he's, you know, I think, you know, this period of time is very stressful. I mean, it's coming fast and he's going to coach at the games. You know, he's going to coach Catherine. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, he's committed to that until, you know, you know, and coach Catherine and Jason coach Catherine and Jason. No, no, she, he'll be directly on Catherine's coaches band at the games. So um, that must Jason be stressful shit too. Right. Like picking that out, talking to the athletes, being like, "Okay, uh, who's J- who's Jason Marconi?" Jake, Jake, yep, Jake Marconi. Wow, does that does that put tension between the athletes? Like everyone wants Matt. No, we we just do a good job communicating. Um, yeah, okay. I think there's there's like last year. There's always like it's not even posturing, but it's like you know who's with who. Uh, we just do a good job as a staff, making sure that you know everybody's happy and. We tell them why, you know, we try to tell them, hey, this is what we think is right. And listen back, um, you know, so if Matt has to leave, I'll probably have to jump in with Kat, which, you know, I, you know, we have a lot going on at the games this year. So we hope Sammy holds off and we can get through, <laughs> get through that. But uh, um, yeah. I mean, what was right. the question I was just going to ask? Us, uh, it was a coaching. Um, if Matt has to ju- so if the baby comes, Matt will go home. Is that is that what you were just insinuating? If like right, she starts right having on. contractions and it's Sunday morning, he's out. He's and out, you, and you step in. Correct. Holy cow! Yeah, I, mean, I, could I, be, could I, I think you ha- I think you have to do that. But what about her having the baby at the games? Has that been explored? She like so Matt's parents come every year. They're bringing. Their I know it's bad shit, crazy to say it, but I have to ask. And she's like, "Well, maybe I can come drive in the other." Well, no, she's staying home. The more we plan, she's like more bummed she's not going to be there. Uh, but no, she's going to do that at home. It's important. It's important to her too. Like, there, he'll he'll be there. You know, uh, dear Sammy. Um, I know it seems like a big deal to miss the games. I thought I would never miss one, but um. 
<laughs> it's not as bad as you think. Trust me. You coming this year? No, fuck no. I'm yeah, you're right. Come on. No, I'm not. Never Dave's fucking. back. You got to come. Never, never going there fucking again. No, he doesn't deserve me. Um, I will be watching from home, glued to it. Like like a like a like a little kid staring at the chimney, waiting for it's gonna be a come down. wildly exciting year. I uh, agree. Some I people agree. look at the like certain athletes not competing and saying like, oh, I mean, I haven't really heard a lot of it. The initial reaction could have been like, oh, you know, somebody else is gonna win other than who they thought was gonna win. I I don't think anybody knows who's gonna win, so it makes it super exciting. It's know? the most exciting, and I'm not. I already have, have, have um, convinced myself I'm not gonna accept anyone saying, "Well, that person wouldn't have won if Mal or if T would have been there." Fuck you, they're not there. They didn't make it there. Part of being the games champ is to make it to the fucking games. Can't say if T was there. You can't say if Mal was there. Whoever wins is the fucking winner. When you, you know, I think this is where we suffer a little from maybe our fan base not being as you know, engage with other sports. I think that's probably a fact. Um, you know, what, like people like is, me, you mean like, I don't watch any sports really. I watch fighting. Right. That's it. Yeah. So, you, you know, when you look at, I mean, fighting can be an analogy. It's just, you know, I mean, I'm sure there is the banter, but like, I, I'm a big golf fan, like, you know, or you watch a team win the world series that finished, you know, was a wild card. Nobody's like, Oh, well, they're a wild card. You know, it's like, you know, that, th- th- you know, that, that you know and they didn't have to play the best team because they lost in the national league earlier or, you know that stuff is it's sports like lebron james was out didn't they didn't win you know you won the nba championship it's like well lebron was hurt it's like no that's not a thing you know sports it includes injuries and people taking years off and you know and bad lanes and bad ref calls it's all yep. you got to win all that stuff Bad it weather. Is, there's a lot of luck. There's a lot of luck involved. Like there's, you know, that's just the way sports rolls. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I hope people don't do that. There's no, uh, you know, that doesn't even cross my mind. Whoever wins is the best. Right. That year, that's the way. Except it works. for that year, Camille won. Okay. Um, <laughs> not nice, Sevy. Not nice. Be cool. Hey, uh, did your dad and, and Matt's dad meet? They they have multiple times. Uh, they got oh, to spend I thought quite a bit. it wasn't. They didn't just have their first meeting. I thought they just had their first. Oh, meeting. maybe that was. Well, they've spent they spent quite a bit of time together at the opening. Um, maybe that was the first time. How was that? How did they get along? Good. Very good. Yeah, I mean they're they're a lot alike. They are like Matt Matt and I are. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I feel like people hear that and they'll be like, calm down, Keith. You're not that much alike, Matt. Personality wise. I'm not going to lie to you. This the first time you said it, I was like, Matt's out of his mind, but Keith said it. But yeah, they, uh, we were both, we were both kind of like, Oof, what are those two talking about over there in the corner? Um, yeah, they, they did meet. It was, that was a, that, another proud moment. It's, you know, it's kind of funny that they hadn't spent, you know, maybe they've met, but they hadn't spent any time together. Um, you know, with all the time we spend together, it's crazy to me that they hadn't been linked at all. They're like going to get together in Florida, I guess now. And God help us. Um, but yeah, they're that, okay. That so cool they really one. did hit it off. They they exchanged <laughs> phone numbers and shit like that. Yep, yep. That's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's um, 
yeah it I, that was there was a that whole weekend was amazing just a lot of people that we you know we wouldn't be where we're at without our families and you know, people who contributed to our success and it was a cool weekend to celebrate a lot of people took time out of their schedules that I'm not going to say I was surprised, but that don't normally do things like that. That was like, wow, this is super cool that these people are here. Um, do you guys have any plans for uh, other plans for expansion? Or are you kind of like right now trying to reel in the reins? Like, wow, we just like, or, or do you have an, something else happening? Like are, is, is the HWPO dorm rooms coming? We have housing. We, we have a, we have a house that we rent um that we put people in uh, you know when they come into town particularly our staff but um no i mean yeah i mean we have a lot of plans on on the tech side you know we, we i said it earlier is you know a lot of what we're doing is trying to improve the experience for for current members and, um you know like we're expanding you know a lot of our uh a lot of our current tracks to be more um you know, friendly for people on the road. So there's body weight versions of certain tracks coming out. We're building a converter in the app where you can just like push a button and it just like changes everything to no equipment. Um, yeah, and we're exploring other areas, um, partnerships, sports. Um, I, I think, you know, we've got a lot through the end of this year on the tech side. Um, you know, we have this partnership that we got to execute the games. Um, so we, we, you know, we've got enough right now that it, but you know we're, we're we are thinking out into 24 and beyond as the you know things we can add i really you know i think when we started we did a lot of this singing of you know we're going to democratize what you know our way of training um you know so we're really interested in you know being involved with you know people who line up with our brand and our culture they're best in class so if th those things come before us like scott you know we'll we'll consider it right away you know and we're, we're, we're exploring what does that mean? Democratize. What, what what does that mean? Make more available in more places. You know. Oh, okay, okay. It, yeah, it's like you know, if you know, if uh, somebody wants to, you know, present HWPO training at you know a yoga studio, it's like cool. Let's figure out how we do it. I mean, that's a bad example because that wouldn't work. But but it's. Um, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. It's, uh, I think it, I think it's like you know. And it's, it's, it's things that, you know, we've talked to CrossFit about too, just like, I feel, you know, we can do a lot of great stuff together. We've, we get a lot of opportunities to like, we've had, you know, healthcare platforms reach out about offering our training to their members and that's subsidizing it. Uh, bigger box chain gyms that want to have, you know, functional training because they can't call it CrossFit in their space. And, you know, I know that, us and you know crossfit explore those things all the time it's like how do we get more people to crossfit like that that's the answer we all kind of you know do what we're sought you know what, what we sought out to do which is to change people's lives make the best them um you know and i believe it you do your life has changed as as mine through that and it's been training crossfit you know that's the start for me and it's getting you know how do we get more people to do that um you know i don't think we have you know we have we have a unique approach and you know and how we service and and train people but it's not rocket science it's it's you know it's crossfit at its core uh, it's our way and we want more people to experience our way you ready o'keefe yeah you, you sitting down you ready for this one incoming <laughs> incoming hot incoming kenneth the lap 
for two dollars, I will definitely ask this question. Thank you for your money. <laughs> I saw that on the right in the comments. Um, Has Brooke Wells reached out to HWPO yet? Brooke Wells is one of my closest friends. Great answer. Um, Brooke, Wells, Brooke Wells is also an athlete I've represented since she was 18 years old. And that's my that's our relationship with her. So I has Brooke Wells reached out? We probably text on a weekly, if not almost a daily basis. Um, but we that's our relationship. So I want Brooke to thrive and be her best and get everything she needs. And um, but we have not talked about that now. Brooke is always welcome to come train at the uh, HWPO training facility. We have athletes that we don't coach that do come in, you know, and, and it's um, like last year, a perfect example, like Daniel Brandon, Dallin Pepper come in and train during games. And Justin Kotler was there. Um, we all get along. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, that didn't play out so good for Danielle and Justin. Take note, people. <laughs> the following week. They, but they, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of people there now. We've had like Jake Douglas is there now. He is somebody that trains our platform. So he trains pro Steve Fawcett, who runs pro for us. Um, What's Jake Douglas? Look, is he as impressive in person as he looks on video? Like when you walk, you, like you walk in the room and your eyes just like immediately look at him. You're like, what the fuck is that? Jake Douglas, Matt and I met in 2016 on a tour of Australia. And, he, and he's been a friend since he came and, you know, attended a weekend of training with Matt super green and new to it um, was, you know, obviously incredibly athletic and talented and played rugby as background. We've kept in touch since. Um, and, Man, he uh, is I'm, a brick super, shit house. Super proud. You know, it's just like when you look at life and it's just been like a relationship. Catherine's part, like, like this, it's like all coming together now, you know, having him a part of our team is awesome. I love this kid. I love how he goes about his business. I love, you know, his values. Uh, he's a family man. Um, he, he's not, he's no spring chicken. He's like three, 33 or so. Making what is he? Game. Is he Irish? What is, what is that? What's That's a his, good question. What is he? He's God, awesome. he's really unique looking. Uh, I'm excited for people to get to know him more. Um, He's a really cool. He's a really cool guy. Was he on the Coffee Pods and Wads podcast? Someone he was on some podcast. I thought I saw a clip of a podcast he was on. I don't know if that was it. Someone him. will tell us in just a second. O'Keefe. Oh, another good question. God, you guys are assholes. Thank you. Um, O'Keefe, has Mal asked you to recruit Haley? Dear Matt, can you get my best <laughs> friend Haley to come train? <laughs> No, Mal, Mal. I mean, Mal concentrates on herself. I don't. She doesn't ask us to do anything but help her be her best. You know, if if um, she, you know, no is the answer. Never had that conversation with her. I love yeah. Haley, by the way. She's an awesome kid. By the way, every time you guys ask these questions, these like uh, inappropriate questions that are fun, um, I know Keith answer when he answers them. He's like the question comes, and then when he answers them, he's like another part of him inside is cheering, yeah, because he's really hitting these out of the park. His answers are like money. Be <laughs> good. Well, well, what when somebody would ask that question, would they like? So you've never heard anything about that publicly? Do you think that I like? Does, does somebody think that I'd be like, oh yeah, of course, like we're trying to bring her over? Yeah, I don't know, maybe or no, or probably to get a read off of you, right? Yeah, like waiting for like you to be like. What's uh, the read? Well, you know, Haley's in transition. Everyone's like, she's in transition. 
You know what I mean? Or you know what I mean? Like they're everyone's looking for like a little crack in the dam. Look, as soon as you get off, the comments are going to fill up with analysis. <laughs> he was avoiding oh, this watch. question. Sevon did a horrible job by not asking him this. It'll just be it's just turn. It was going to turn into a fucking melee, which I which I like. I appreciate it. That's awesome. It's it, it, it's cool to be analyzed. Yeah, I like it. Um, thank you for coming on. It it, it had been a minute. Uh, it's I, been I, a bit, yeah. I didn't give you much notice. I I, re I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me. I always love coming on. It's great. It's great to catch up with you. We do keep in touch. So even though there's been distance publicly, it's uh word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I'm well, I'm, I'm holding out hope. Maybe I see you at the CrossFit games. Am yeah. Gonna, that would be gonna, awesome. Or, Let gonna, me know if there's suffocate holding my breath. I need, if I go there, I'm going to need a, I, I'm only going to go if I need a job. So if you need someone like to fucking hump boxes of podium out of the back of a box truck or like to let me know what if you can come sling some t-shirts at our booth yeah whatever whatever you need <laughs> i'm there Good all right well. please tell uh matt and sammy i said hi uh and and the entire gang everyone but um jason please tell them i said hi Mark no, jason. Oh, jason. I'm out of jason oh man he's the best i know i'm sure he is he's awesome we have issues though i like having some issues with people keeps my life interesting <laughs> Jason's awesome. Oh man, what a oh, great! I'm sorry dude. you have issues. I'm sorry you have issues. I have issues that he has no issues. I have issues that we. I have issues <laughs> with Jason that we have no issues. He's the best. All right, dude. Thank you. I, I will talk to you soon. I'm excited to see how everyone performs. Thanks you for uh, coming on. You the man. Always good to see you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, brother. See you, bro. Bye. And like that, O'Keefe turns into Caleb. Wow. Savon is working the Paper Street Coffee booth. Fuck, I would work the shit out of that booth. Did you see? There's a fifty-fifty blend. There's fifty-fifty blend. There's a fifty-fifty blend. Yeah, pretty cool. I've never tried it. Yeah. O'Keefe's a good dude. He is smart. Pretty cool. All right. Well, there you go. Um. There's so many. Uh, did you ever get? Did you ever read through that text thread and see what happened? I just kind of skimmed it. Did was there actually a fight? I just saw someone left the thread. That's all I saw. Was there a fight? I don't know if it was much of a fight. If somebody just got set up, maybe I don't know. Did someone else leave the thread too, or just that one person? No, I think it was only one person. Oh, that bums me out. I don't no. think they left it. Oh, they didn't. Oh well, that's good. Didn't it no, say no, it said... no. they're not in the text thread anymore? Oh, you think did someone not... kicked them out? Yes. Oh man. Oh man. How 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 are we gonna handle that? I can't you can't kick someone out of the text thread. Did someone? Is it bad? Did someone fuck someone's wife or girlfriend or something? As far not as far as I know. No no allegations of it either. Oh my goodness! I can't spill it. I it's a it's a it's a who I can't spill it. It's a private text thread. I can only I can only tell you. Um, oh look, here you go. I didn't leave. I was kicked out. Oh no, not helping. I was just starting to like. It took after I, I'm just starting to under kind of like 
understand helping a little bit or like be comfortable not understanding them. That would be a better way to do it. Just starting to like have fun. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Go in there. Maybe I'll play yard duty. Come on, Dad. Help us out. Uh, 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 so that was cool that we talked about Katrin. We talked about Mal. We talked about Haley. Promising with Katrin. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. Uh, we talked about the uh, young and talented um, Jason Hopper. Talked about uh, Matt Fraser. Um, maybe it was an accident. Maybe he was kicked out on accident. That can happen. Someone could have, like, with their thumbs, accident. I've accidentally hung up on people with my phone. I know the, I know the wrenches have done it, so it's possible. <laughs> oh, accidentally kick someone out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I erased my first YouTube comment in the history of the Sevon Podcast channel. A couple Why? days ago. And I and then I asked uh Bruce if this person if if he sees someone um on the, that person on the thread just to block them. there why? That's a good question. Why? Okay. I can hang, hang I can handle like you're an asshole or misunderstanding me. You know what I mean? Like Although, like, if I said, um, uh, you know, uh, Matt O'Keefe has a knife's body and someone's like, Sevon's a faggot, like, I, I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, I, you really shouldn't call me. That's not a cool word to use. And just because I think a guy has a nice body doesn't mean I'm gay. But, but like, I, I understand. Like, I, I, I can empathize with that person. They're trapped in their fucking head. Like, I, I have, can bring some, I can, I can roll with that. It just when it just becomes too no, it wasn't twelve daily doses. It's just when it becomes too venomous, like um, when you're talking just for the sake of hurting me. Like I can understand, like you think I'm gay because I like watching penises flop around in a dude's pants. Like I like I don't mind being misunderstood if I can like make the connection. But if you're misunderstanding me and I can't even make the connection, now you're just being mean to me. You know what I mean? Right. Now you're just like, and and hmm. j- just for the sake of being mean, like fuck you, like I'm not. I understand I might trigger people. I understand people trigger me. Like let's let's fight it out. But um. <laughs> uh, kicking someone out of a group chat is petty as fuck. I don't know. What if they um, fucked your wife, your sister, your daughter, and got them all pregnant simultaneously, and you just found out? I'd do it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I, um, I, I, can you explain the man bun? <laughs> I think he's tried. Uh, no, I'm just in denial. Are you going to let it get bigger? I don't. So I had a friend over yesterday, and I actually asked him if he would shave my head like tighter, so it would look more like, um, as Garrett called me, the Viking dyke cut. But <laughs> I, now I'm I'm actually thinking of like just shaving my whole head. No, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Don't shave your head. Not shave it, shave it. You know what I mean. But just like, 
you know, like a number four on top and a three on this. Like I'm thinking about going to supercuts and just start over, shave my, just give myself just like a start over. You know what I mean? As long as you don't go to supercuts, I think it'll be good. Don't go there. No, no, that's the only place I go. Go to sport cuts. Is, it, is that a real place? Yeah, it's the same thing, just with ESPN on all the time. Okay, fine. Here we go. Uh, let me uh, start with this because um, uh, I, I, I like narratives. Um, let's t- uh, laugh my ass off. I think I would do more than just kick them out of the group chat if they bang got everyone in my family pregnant. I still don't still don't kick them out. Kick their ass. That's fine. Um, Halpin has been regulated to us common folk. I, I actually met Eric Wise, by the way. Yoked. Dang. Yeah, really buff dude. I met him. I saw him at the ranch the other day. Uh, Halpin, it was honestly the dumbest conversation, and I did say something out of turn, which over text gets miscommunicated. I've apologized to the person I said something to. No comms with who booted me. Oh. You have to understand Halpin is very, very uh, unique in his level, in the way he communicates. I've never met anyone who communicates like him. Ever. And I've communicated with a lot of fucking people. Um, you're such a dad if you go to Supercuts. <laughs> Make sure you wear your New Balance shoes when you go. My my Skechers. My butt-firming Skechers. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, is it uh, what is it more serious? Um, um, is it more serious than Brian Friend? Is it more, what, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, do they have a thicker soul? Those are crazy. Well, they're on sale even. You can get two for the, almost the price of one. Uh, I, uh, Brian's not. Brian's on the thread. Brian's Brian's uh active and a great contributor to the thread he's not kicked out he or he didn't leave or whatever i don't think brian was even involved in that scuffle um sevon did mariah offer you a spot to do the dock this season i think i saw a post from someone over in europe that the dock is dead that there won't be docks and i think mariah may have said that in the interview that she's not doing one this season but last year they gave her three weeks notice Everyone should just go over to that thread who saw the interview with her and contextualize that shit for people. People are so stupid. People are writing shit in there. Why didn't you put the Rebecca Fuslier thing in there? It sucks without that. It's like, dude, it's fucking 100 minutes long. I'm going to talk about this next Friday, by the way, on the CrossFit Games update show. But the, the it's 100 minutes long, and Miles to Madison already covered the Rebecca Fuslier shit. And the fact that the fact that that's not in there is not what makes the movie suck. What makes the movie suck is the fact that you know that that happened and you wanted that in the movie. Just say, don't be an asshole to people. Give critical, constructive criticism. Be like, man, this could have been a, a three-hour movie. I would have loved to have seen even more. Not like tell us what's missing. Couch that. No wonder fucking so many of you don't have fucking friends. Couch that shit. Always make someone a shit sandwich. Always. Caleb, it's fucking great to see you here in the mornings. Um. Uh, did you hear that ticking? No, is that you farting again? I just turned it off. No, it's my phone. Uh, Caleb, it's great to see you here uh, in the morning. Uh, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a great uh, what a great time to see you. Um, you know when O'Keefe was talking about Mal, it would have been cool to bring up that picture of her with her blonde hair. 
Um, uh, anyway, I, I hope to see you again tomorrow. See that? Yeah. How I slipped that? How I slipped that in there? Yeah, it would also have been nice to bring that up if it was still on her page. I know what happened to it. Good call. It so you a, did check. Look at, see, look, now we're having a dialogue. It was what in happened story. to it? Is it oh, a story? Is it a story? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your feedback, though. <laughs> so, so he can say, I pre thank you for the feedback. Uh, remember, presuppositions are what start fights. Um, you've taught me so much. So, see, see, see how he, then he made me a shit sandwich. Is Brian Friend coming back on the show? I mean, will he ever – I don't understand the question. Is he coming back? Is he coming back? I don't – is he coming – like he went somewhere? Uh, where is uh, Be Friendly? Is he I'm out? No, no. You guys, no. No, don't. Don't. It's not like that. It's not. Golf Foxtrot Yankee. I've never been held hostage, but I have been part of a group chat. chat. Oh, meaning that there's some there's some correlation between the two. Like being in a group chat is like being held hostage, and you should be thankful that you guys. I mean, shit. That is the thing. There's probably people who don't want to be on this group chat because it's so fucking active and it's so many texts coming in, but then they just can't bring themselves to. Um, Take, take themselves off. I am not one of them. I fucking love it. Uh, pool boy. Uh, people have this idea that you and Brian aren't friends anymore. No, that's not true at all. And he doesn't want to come on your show anymore. I don't know why people think this, but they do. Well, I've been, I, I understand why people think it. We've been doing a lot of game shows and he hasn't been on it. We, we just are. We are. Our. Interests. I think it's three part. You could ask him to our interests and our time commitments and our priorities of where we want to put energy have just shifted, you know, and, and just to like give you the most superficial example, he has a fucking whole, he has a whole new Instagram account that needs to be fed and he has his own YouTube station now and he's doing more stuff than ever with, uh, I think talking elite fitness. And so there's just been a, a shift and and my interest is is like I just and I had just come off of semifinals with Tyler Watkins, John Young, and Spin, and Halpin, and, and others, and we fucking murdered. So, I think that would be just a better way to. But thank you, Pool Boy, for uh, toss me an alley oop. That was good. Uh, John George uh, Sevy, interesting that they pulled the Matt and Mal part because. They CrossFit don't want to portray bad habits, yet they show an athlete eating shitloads of candy. Isn't that hypocritical? Yes, that is one hundred percent hypocritical, dishonest, disingenuous, insincere. It's all that. I'm, I'm telling you, all like heads over in the media whoever's been in charge of the media department whoever's been the interim chief marketing officer needs to be fired like they've re they they've 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 missed so many opportunities they've been so it's been it's been atrocious and whoever's protecting the people there who are doing making all of these bad calls uh should be fi like fired and i'm not usually one to say that kind of stuff like um but but it, enough is enough this has been going on now for 2 years I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what happened. 
I don't know if this is the right show to do it. I don't. I don't think I know. I don't think that the people. Remember um, when uh, I was talking about Nicole Carroll the other day, and I said that there's been a whole change, a rotate. Like so, she was there, and I'm pretty sure I could be wrong by once. (laughs) 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 Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay, stand by, people. Let me just say this while I call Matt Souza, and find out. And I just need a little counseling here really quick. Uh, um, remember what I told you the other day? But basically, Nicole Carroll worked there, and every everyone in the, in the C-suite, all the executives have all changed once since she's been there. So basically, think of it like she worked there when Greg worked there. She quit. They hired her back with Rosa and a bunch of people at the helm. Then they fired Dave. I think everyone in every major position basically around her has shifted, and she survived it, right? Mm-hmm. Rightfully sh- so. Um, I I just need to put Sousa's phone number in here on on um, speed dial. Oh, connected. Okay, let's see if I can. Um, I was gonna call and tell you the I don't I don't think Don knows how the people who I don't think he's looked into the history of the media department, and so he doesn't know what he has in there. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's like if I went over to Caleb's house and I wouldn't know that he got all his dogs from the pound or or that they have a history of biting people. Hello? Hello? I'm so sorry about how I always have to do this with the phone. This sucks. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should get a new roadcaster. I don't know if it's the roadcaster's fault or if it's... um the compatibility I, I just don't fucking know is that the safe word 1999 yeah i think uh, mandy spiegel started that is that oh here we go here we go he's calling hi oh i know what you're doing hi i get it but you mean because of what we've been talking about the last couple of days the, the my my comment yeah you think i should because i've just i should yeah. take, i should take a chill on crossfit yeah, no, I mean, there was a lot of, there was a lot of uh, things swirling. I think it was a good, it was a good uh, ending. I told, okay, okay, I, I okay, I hear you. You can for next time, you okay. know what I mean? There's okay, of- okay, okay, I hear you. And I'm I just, I just back. called you and told you yesterday that I feel like I need to temper myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want to burn any bridges. I'm, 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 I'm happy with my relationship. Yeah, yeah, we just got to tread lightly, you know. Okay. It's a big episode. There'll be a lot of people watching this one. Uh, anyone who I, Will knows the story I was about to tell. Uh, I think you should hook up the phone wired to the roadcaster so you don't have to worry about the Bluetooth. Oh, Will, you know what's crazy about that? When it's hooked up physically, Will, to it, I think you either lose the ability to call out or to receive calls, but one of the abilities vanishes, or else I would have. Do you think that's true, Will? I know that sounds so weird, but I think I think I read that. Will knows the story I was about to tell. I was, you know, what I was going—I was going to tell the story about how the people who are currently employed in the media department got their jobs. And if you heard that, or if Don <laughs> heard that, 
you would i was gonna tell like the whole story like i've never told it and um good story yeah you've heard it a half dozen times yeah yes um it, 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 it is truly bizarre but I don't think Don knows that. I think Don came in. Imagine, okay, I'll give you a metaphor. Imagine like um, I had this kangaroo and I put a wig on it and makeup on it and I dressed it up as a human and it was in my kitchen cooking and then Caleb came over and I introduced and, and I introduced uh, Caleb to it as my wife. <laughs> and And Caleb and I were friends for the next five years and he just never knew because – but, but Sousa, Sousa knew that I used to have a kangaroo because he knew me before I dressed the kangaroo up as my wife. So he knows. He's like – so one day he tells Caleb, like five years after Caleb's been my friend, you know that his wife's a kangaroo. Caleb's like, what? He's like, yeah, he used to have a kangaroo, and he put a wig on it, and that's not really a human being or his wife. It's just his pet kangaroo. That, <laughs> that's what happened. So Don came to the company – and there used to be kangaroo, and now it has a wig on it. <laughs> and Don thinks yeah, it's, Don thinks it's someone's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, that was good. Maybe you got to let Don know that there's a bunch of kangaroos around. You know, I I I don't think it's my place. Just tell him that. I yeah, maybe he'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. It's probably becoming more clear. All right. Uh, Sevon's wife is a horrible cook and keeps punching me. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> wow. 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 Uh, Robbie Myers, DEI council became the marketing department. Hey, if you let the DEI council do any hiring, if you let HR be involved in hiring, you will get an entire company. That's uh, DEI. Did you hear that, um, Susan? Did you hear that uh, Brian Mulvaney is now fighting with Bud Light? Brian Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney. Is he? How? Yeah. Um, he he's upset that they didn't uh, go to bat for him, that they left him out uh, to dry. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> crazy. All right, thank you. That was that's good advice. I appreciate the 1999 comment. Yeah, we got lots of shows coming up. You know, we got. <laughs> okay, that's right. Okay. Okay, right. great show. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Um All right, I guess I'm going to um get off the phone here, drop a deuce and um get into my thread and see if I can patch things up between people. Thanks, Dad. All right. You demand Caleb, good seeing you. you uh are you here tomorrow? Yeah, I should be here tomorrow. Okay. Um, uh, if we don't, I'll look for a guest again for tomorrow, like a quick guest, like someone who's like easy, like O'Keefe. And um, if not, we'll just do a live call and show tomorrow. Sweet. All right, brother. Uh, everyone, good seeing you guys. Uh, see you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, the Seven Podcast. Uh, thank you. Oh, shit. I meant to tell O'Keefe that he should have Sammy do birth fit, get in contact with the birth fit people. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Why'd I fuck that up? Drink less Paper Street coffee, take a break from the peptides, and go to birth fit. And then after you have the baby, then you can go back to the coffee and the peptides. 
Damn. Robbie Myers. Duh. Shit. The chat mentioned that. Dang. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm not just saying that just because um uh I I really believe because Birth is a sponsor I believe in them they're fucking that's the shit that's the ideal if you're a woman um I guess if you're a man too but you want your wife to go that to, to meet those people if you want your baby to have the uh, have an in, in incredible uh, support team to coming out of the vagina onto planet earth, man, you want to talk to the birth fit people and that fucking, that entry into, uh, onto planet earth is important for a baby. Yeah. Oi, Oi is right. I screwed that up. Shit. I'll just text, uh, I'll text O'Keefe. He should get into, he should have Sammy get in touch with the birth fit people. All right. Let me go. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to go do my peptides now. Because I didn't do them last night. Good call. All right. Bye-bye.